anywhere and any place. But God is good. And God loves us. And God cares for us. And the greatest thing we have done was give our heart to Jesus Christ. The most important thing that ever happened to us is that Jesus entered into our life to be the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And that heartbeat began and it's changed my life, certainly, my family's life, certainly, other people's lives, certainly. And that's who we are as the body of Christ, the many-membered body of Christ coming together, many-membered. I'm not just talking about a few people here and there, but a many-membered body doing their part to make the thing happen in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Would you, would you raise your hands? Father, we thank you right now by the power of the Holy Spirit of the living God that as we go on with this service, Lord, that it is your service anyway. We pray for Pastor, uh, we pray for Prophet Dave. We thank you, for, Lord, for the, the praise and worship. Do your name. When we worship you, when we praise you, Lord, something happens. It's revival in the land. It's revival in the heart. And, and Lord, I heard a description of revival. It was something that seemingly was dead come back to life. Hallelujah. And that was all of our lives before Christ. Something that seemingly was dead come back to life. I hear that drum beat. I hear that drum beat come back to life. And so I want you to understand that Jesus is bringing us all to a greater and a better place in 2022 and beyond. God bless you in that. Amen, amen. You may be seated. For, you know what? First of all, why don't you go out and greet each other.
Well, praise God. So good to be in the house of the Lord. I was so glad. Hallelujah. When I come into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. And uh, thank God for houses of worship. Thank God for different type of worship. You know, which is so cool because you get boring if you just did the same thing all the time. I mean, yeah. We appreciate uh, the uh, teams coming together and, and giving us that uh, wonderful worship and praise. We have an opportunity. This is a one. This is a one-time opportunity because we only have one evening. But we're going to receive an offering for uh, Prophet David, and uh, we appreciate him so much coming up. We uh, there's yeah, it's been good. And so with that, if you're uh, planning on uh, making out a a check, uh, you can make it uh, to United Team International. United Team International, which is Community Church International. We work together. Again, thank you, Community Church International, for hosting this, uh, bringing the the, uh, the spiritual and the worship and the, the food and all the people that have labored in that. Bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you're making out a check, you can make it payable to United Team International. Like I said, it's a good time to sow into revival. And uh, I do like that description, something that seemingly was dead. And they wouldn't have believed you, they wouldn't have believed me if they would have met you or me before Christ. But that heartbeat of God started beating. And his heartbeat, and we're, we're coming up into the uh, Easter, Easter time. And, and then when that heart started beating, the devil was going, oh no. I made a major, major mistake. And Jesus rose from the dead. And he forever lives in the hearts and the lives of people throughout the earth and in heaven. So with that, Jeff, would you come? And uh, uh, as you uh, come, we just bless you in the name of the Lord as in your giving. And so uh, bless you. Jeff, would you come and are you, was Jeff, where do we got, was Jeff going to open? Okay, no, why don't you come and introduce him, or Jeff, I don't care. I, I, I we're working on this here, we're in some transition, but praise the Lord. How good is it to have, come on, when we come together and we lift up the name of Jesus, Come on, when you lift up the name of Jesus, everything seems to fall in place. And I've just really felt strongly about lifting up the name of Jesus and the testimonies. Um, Jake, Jake, your testimony is so powerful. Because God showed me when one person is changed by the heart of God, how it can impact so many. 
And if we would allow Jesus to be Lord, just hear me one second. If we could just allow Jesus to be Lord of our lives, just let him be your Lord and Savior. And we, and we magnify the name of Jesus. Something is a rejuvenating spirit in my heart. It's just so excited just to put Jesus, say, thank you, God, for saving me. And we just lift up the name of Jesus Christ, and it's so tremendously awesome. Hallelujah. I to introduce a friend of mine, Dave Wagner. We go way back. <laughs> I don't know how far back we go, buddy. You know, was I like eight? Ten? No, not that far. I'm just kidding. That was a while ago. Say what? Shouldn't you be back counting the offering, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, that's a pastoral moving in the house right now. I'm so thankful for men and women of God who share, who go. The prophets, like I shared before, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And that's my friend, Prophet Dave Wagner. He's come in the name of the Lord to share his heart with us, to share his testimony, and open up his lives and, and, and give that to us. And I feel that every time he speaks, every time, every time, and his heart is always open. So I thank you, Dave Wagner. Let's give him a hand this evening. From Tennessee, it's so good to see you. <laughs> I love you, man. That's so good. Well, good evening. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. And uh, the answer is I've been coming for 24 years. So that's a long time. Tomorrow, actually, I'll be born again 25 years. 25 years ago tomorrow, uh, Jesus invaded the darkest place. I was mentally ill, schizophrenic, had just committed suicide successfully. And uh, my mom didn't stop praying. And uh, she spoke me, prayed me back to life. And uh, after two and a half days on life support, uh, I came back to life. And I died crazy, but I woke up in my sound mind. I died empty, but I woke up hungry. And there's a huge difference. And from that moment on, I've never been the same. Because that's what Jesus does. He, he changes lives. And what I love about him is he's not afraid to go into the darkest places. He's not afraid to go into the, to the, to the pits of our life, to the, to the ends, what it seems like the ends of our life, and come and resurrect us and bring us into, uh, into our destiny, into our purpose. And so I'm thankful to be here on a special time for me. Uh, I believe the Lord's up to amazing things in the earth. And you really need prophetic eyes to see in this hour to right, rightly discern what's happening. Because it's really easy to kind of get into the molly grubs and get into the negative things that, that are being broadcast in front of us over and over again. Because we're, we're, we're being fed and filled with information. Every day we're being bombarded with statistics, with percentages, with how many people are being murdered somewhere. We're being bombarded with uh, cases of a virus. We're being bombarded with all of these things that are happening. And when you begin to uh, take that in, how many know it can jade your soul? Right? But we need revelation to set us free from information. When you get a revelation of how good Jesus is, it actually overshadows how bad man is. 
If you'll understand that Jesus came in a moment like this, if you understand that the early church was birthed and multiplied in a moment like this, then you realize that this is not a time of great opposition as much as it is a time of great opportunity. I will tell you in the midst of all of the stuff that's happening, that there is a hunger that people want to know God. Every one of us were born with an insatiable desire to know God. We may not know what that is. We may not know how to describe it. But when you hear the, 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 the truth of the gospel, something in you lights up. Are you hearing me? You could, be, you could be in the darkest place. You could be, uh, in, uh, you could be off in, in, in the craziest thing. And when the gospel is preached to you, something will light up on the inside of you. And when that happens, you have a responsibility or you have the opportunity to either receive it or reject it. It's a pretty amazing thing. And I've watched over and over again. I was sharing this morning up in War Road that, that probably, if I were to be honest with you, that nine out of ten people I share the gospel with actually receive it. We, we make evangelism and sharing the gospel such a hard thing. And we kind of set people up like people are going to reject you. What you're having to say is, uh, is offensive. They're not going to like it. The world is so hard and dark right now. And, and, and you're going you're gonna, to uh, you know, hit a wall and there's all kinds of resistance. And look at all this stuff. And what it does is it actually talks us out of the promise. It actually talks us out of being salt and light. It actually causes us to make excuses of how only an evangelist can come into a city, preach the gospel, and things can happen. But really what the Lord is calling is for every believer to be a minister. For every, every member of every body to actually become a minister. Why? Because it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's not about a celebrity. It's not somebody just walking in an office with a microphone behind a pulpit, preaching in churches. I'm thankful that that's my assignment and my job and what God's called me to. I love doing what I do. But really my job isn't to... Uh, isn't just to bless the church, it's actually to build the church, and there's a difference. My, my job isn't just to encourage the church, it's actually to equip the church to do the work of the ministry. Amen. And so many times we, we've come and we, we, we've, we've received, but the Lord doesn't want us to receive as much as he wants us to respond. Amen. The gospel really works like this, I receive and then I release. I receive a prophecy, then I release prophetic utterance. I, I receive healing, and then I begin to walk and release healing. I receive revelation, I begin to release, re, I release it back out. And I, I'm just telling you right now, it's good to receive, but it's even greater to release. Because the more I release, the more I receive. Because the more I pour out, the more he pours in. And you can't drink the river of God dry. How many know that's true? See, I believe that the Lord is actually calling us back to the simplicity of the gospel. The simplicity of the gospel is simply this. While we were yet sinners, Christ came and died for us. The beauty of the gospel is that for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that who would ever believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. You can't get any deeper than that. You can't get any wilder than that. You can't get anything more mind-blowing than that. And somehow we've made it so elementary that, oh my gosh, they're just preaching the same thing over and over again. And the fact is that every time you hear it, it does something new on the inside of you. Why? Because it's not just a fact, it's truth. It's not just revelatory like one time, but every time I hear the gospel, something in me happens. Every time I preach the gospel, every time I share the gospel and people give their life to the Lord, it becomes the highlight of my day. Because there is no greater miracle than when somebody gives their life to Jesus. 
And I'm telling you right now that more people are being born again than being born on the face of the earth. It's a, it's a true statistic. That this week in the midst of all of the craziness happening in China, 35,000 people have given their life to Jesus in communist China. The underground church is exploding in China, in Afghanistan, in Pakistan. The, 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 the Lord is actually raising up remnants in some of the darkest places and what I'm finding is this, a lot of times in the Western church, we're still talking about how bad it is when actually people of God grabbed a hold of the good news in the darkest places and they're telling people how good it is. We start praying against persecution and they're actually welcoming persecution because they know when persecution comes, the church explodes. And I'm just telling you right now that the Lord is about to do some amazing things. I was thinking of this, if just the, the, the 50, 60 of us in the room tonight, if each one of us would just share the gospel this week with one person, right? Statistically, 60 people hear the gospel. If my statistic is right, 50 people receive the gospel. And, all, and you start doing that week after week after week, uh, we won't be able to fit all the people in this room or in Epiphany or uh, in, uh, in, in Nexus or in River of Life or in EV Free or, because we'll see a city come to Jesus. Amen. Well, Dave, that's kind of crazy. Or is it a kingdom strategy? And it's really not that hard because here, here's, here's a great line. Can I share some good news with you? And when you say, can I share some good news with you to people right now in this moment? They're looking for good news. Yeah. And you don't have to be all religious and spooky about it. You just tell God, tell them something that God did in your life recently. And all of a sudden they either go, wow, that's wild and crazy. I never knew he did that. Or they go, wow, I'd like that to happen to me. Yeah. Come on, say good news. Yeah. Good news. I walked into Academy Sports and Outdoors the other day. And the greeter, there was a guy there standing in the greeter, and I said hi to him, and he said, I got some good news for you. And he starts preaching the gospel to me, well, I'm just trying to get a buggy to go buy some Christmas presents. And the guy preaches the gospel to me, and, and he said, would you like to receive that? I said, I already have, but you gave me the clearest presentation of the gospel I've ever heard, and it wasn't in church, it was in academy. I said, are you a preacher? He said, aren't we all preachers? I said, aren't you ever concerned that you're going to get fired? He said, if they fire me, I'll just get another greeter job at Walmart or something. And I'll preach the gospel there. <laughs> and it was like the Lord has given this 82-year-old guy this anointing, and he starts praying for people for healing and for miracles to happen. And he's realizing, hey, my, my, actually my ministry is sometimes Monday through Saturday greeting people walking into a sporting goods store. And I'm thinking, that's boldness. And he's thinking, that's normal. You know, we, we think that healing and miracles and signs and wonders is actually radical, but in the kingdom it's actually normal. My definition of normal Christianity is Matthew 10 and 7 that says, And as you go, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, and cast out demons. That's normal Christianity. That's actually the bare minimum of what he's called us to do. Here's why I'm saying that. I've got a prophetic word for you. This is going to be a year of salvation. Amen. It's going to be a year of salvation for families, yes. a year of salvation for cities, yes. 
a year of salvation in Thief River Falls in Pennington County. It's going to be a year of salvation in, in, in the schools. It's going to be a year of salvation in our homes and in our neighborhoods. And we all get to be a part of, doing, of giving Jesus the reward for his suffering. How many know that's a good prophetic word? It's a year of salvation. This is going to be a year of salvation. Why? Salvation is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. The Lord is moving in power and in might. And it's a beautiful thing. Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. And I believe what the Lord is about to do is going to release a now kind of faith. There's an impartation of the gift of faith in this room tonight to believe for what God is believing for in the earth. I believe in order for that to happen, God wants to heal hope in our lives so that we can actually receive and ponder faith. And the Lord is actually doing something that, that is beyond our wildest dreams and imagination. We need to take the limits off. I was just in Washington, D.C., and God was moving powerfully. And, and there, are, there is a remnant of people that haven't bowed, that haven't caved, that are believing to see the glory of God fill their city. And they realize that it's not just a place of politics, but people actually live there. And not only is it a place where people live, it is a place that, that 24 hours, seven day a week prayer is taking place in a place called David's Tent. And every week there's a different, they target a different state to pray for that state from Washington, D.C. As we were doing this meeting in David's Tent on Wednesday night, uh, all of a sudden, 20 people came in. They had just landed in Reagan. They came in, and after, after the meeting, I was talking to them. I said, where are you all from? They said, Minnesota. I got really excited because from Washington, D.C., I was coming to Minnesota. And they were really excited that I was actually going from Washington, D.C. to Minnesota. And I was excited that Minnesota was coming to Washington, D.C. Why? Because there is a light shining in the darkness. And the darkness can't overtake it. See, I believe that we're stepping into a season of liberation and freedom like never before. Tomorrow's a special holiday, uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, right? He, 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 was, he was an amazing man of God. He led an amazing movement. But I believe that movement is prophetic for what we're stepping into, that there's about to be a new realm of freedom. There's about to be a new realm of, 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 of people being set free. We're about to watch the hand of the Lord come and, and prophetic words being released. But I believe this next wave and this next movement isn't about activism. It's actually about deliverance. And the Lord is about to release the anointing of deliverance uh, upon this city and upon this region. I believe that even uh, uh, powers and principalities that have parked themselves over the region are about to give way. I feel the reason that sometimes we feel opposition or we feel pressure or we feel all of this stuff that the enemy's doing, it's because he knows that he's about to lose his ground. And this is what I felt, that he's trying to make his last stand. It's why right now there's so much wind being blown. Right now there's so much talk. There's so much negative stuff going out. And it's, the enemy is showing his hand and God is about to counteract it. God's about to, 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 to cause his plan to fully come to pass. I believe our assignment should be on what God is doing, or our attention should be on what God is doing, not so much what the enemy is doing. Are, are you hearing me? That we should be Christ-centered and not enemy-centered. We should be focused on light and not darkness. I realize that there's stuff happening there, but you don't need to be prophetic to know the problem. The problem is everywhere. You do need to be prophetic to know the solution. And this is going to be a year of solutions. Kingdom solutions, that you are going to get dreams 
And in those dreams, God's going to give you ideas, and he's going to give you answers, he's going to give you truth, and you won't know anything about what you're receiving. The Lord's going to speak to you about things. Well, I don't care if it's the stock market. I don't care if it's uh, things in business, things in science, that, that maybe you don't have your degree in that. You don't have your understanding in that. But God's going to give you a dream, and God's going to put people in your path, and you're going to have an answer for what they're walking through. Why? Because we are kingdom solutionists. I don't know that's good news. I love what Job 13 says, or Job 33, 14. That God speaks to us one way and then another. In the night season, he gives us a dream and seals it in our ear. How many know that God's always speaking? And the Lord's about to awaken you and make us aware once again of his voice. I encountered this guy. This guy, uh, is, I, I saw him every Saturday afternoon between uh, three and five. He was always on the corner of Chemstrand Road and Nine Mile Road. And he, would, he had signs and a King James Bible, and he was in jeans, but he had a shirt and tie on. And uh, he, would, he would yell at cars. He would preach and yell at cars. And when, uh, when the, when, if there was a stoplight, he'd get really loud and, you are going to hell. Repent. You know, like, you are a worthless little worm. You are full of sinners. Repent. You know, you're going to burn and all of those things. And it was like, it was horrific. Most people roll up their windows unless your air conditioning wasn't working and you had to listen to it. And curiosity got the best of me one day. I stopped and pulled into the parking lot and I went up to him. I said, man, I said, how many people have you, how long have you been doing this? He said, uh, over 20 years. I said, how many people have you won to the Lord? He said, none that I know about yet. I said, how's it working for you? And I, he said, well, what do, you, what do you do? I said, I'm a minister, and I tried to tell him what I do. And he wanted to rebuke me because I said that I was filled with the Spirit and prophetic. And he said that God doesn't speak today except through his word. And, and I said, well, how'd you know you were called to preach? He said, well, God spoke to my heart. I said, see, you're prophetic. And the reason I tell the story is often God's been speaking to us our whole lives and we've never understood it because we thought it was our imagination. We just thought it was a thought. And God is in the midst of speaking to us. Why am I sharing this with you? Because the Lord is about to awaken and, and about to set your ears, to set your spiritual ears to hear his voice in a new and a phenomenal way. I'm telling you, as sure as I'm standing here today, the Lord is about to raise up and release a supernatural generation. That we're about to watch an outpouring of the Spirit of God. We are about to watch revival. I like what, what, what Pastor Jake was sharing uh, uh, about uh, revival and dead things coming back to life. I heard somebody else share it like, say it like this. Leonard Ravenhill was his name. He said, true revival is when God is so tired of being misrepresented, he shows up himself. I like that. I like the fact that Jesus is able and he knows how to show up himself. And I just believe that we're stepping in an hour of watching the hand of the Lord just show up. Last week, we, I, was in, I was in Detroit, Michigan, outside of Detroit. And there was a woman whose, whose husband died of mesothelioma. And because of that, she's had to get checked every so often because she was exposed to the same asbestos thing. And, and so she has to get checked. And they were doing this pretty extensive check and, and checkup on her. And they found that she had an aneurysm in her aorta. 
And they said it's inoperable. There's nothing we're going to be able to do. Eventually it will just explode and you'll just, you'll just die. And you can imagine getting news like that kind of freaked her out. So she asked us to pray for her. We prayed for her. She had to go for another MRI and a CAT scan to, to check it out. And when they did the scan, there was no aneurysm and her heart was completely whole. Right? In a, in a moment, God just changed the circumstance in the situation. One, one of my best friends, in, in January of, of 2019, they told him that he had six months to live. He had stage four lung cancer in an operable place, and there was nothing they could do. They couldn't, uh, chemo wouldn't work, radiation wouldn't work. Uh, and we prayed, and all of a sudden this trial opened up that never has been done uh, in, in Nashville. And he gets into the trial, and as he's doing it, the doctors are saying that actually you're responding even different than what the drug should have done. He said there's, that, that, that tumor in your lung is completely dissolved. The only thing that's there is the shell of where it was. A couple of weeks ago, he went to a, the doctor and they said, oh man, uh, your cancer markers are way up. And they said, you've got congestive heart failure and you have, he's had seven uh, cancerous legions or, or tumors in his brain. And he, he asked me on Christmas Eve, he said, uh, should I just go ahead and go home to be with the Lord or should I fight? And I said, brother, there is not one thing in the prophetic word I've heard over your life that said you're checking out anytime soon. So I would just actually grab a hold of the word of the Lord and realize that you're just going to live. And he, he received the word. How, how many know he believed it? He just needed somebody to remind him of what he believed. Right? If you got that report, you might go into that place of, oh my goodness, what's happening? But all of a sudden this week, I'm, I'm sitting at, at a table in Washington, D.C. on Thursday afternoon. And I get a text from my friend that says, uh, there's nothing wrong with my heart. My lungs are clear. There's no cancer. He said, yeah. uh, he said four of the seven tumors are completely gone and the three are so small they can't barely measure them. And they think when they look again in another couple of weeks, it's going to be completely gone. How many know he's the God of healing? He's the God of miracles. And here's where I'm sharing this. Because I believe the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy according to Revelation 19 and 10. So I'm sharing with you testimonies, but that testimony is actually becoming prophecy, right? And you could say, well, you know, you're, you're in full-time ministry. So are you. If you're a full-time Christian, you're in full-time ministry, right? And when you realize that when you, you, there's an authority, there's a power, there's, there's an anointing on your life to pray for the sick. Well, Dave, I don't know that I have the gifts of healing. Well, you have the Holy Spirit and he has the gifts of healing. And so maybe it never showed up on your spiritual gifts test, but I will tell you right now, it is the perfect will of God to use you to bring healing to the world around you. And maybe if you even can't even grab a hold of the fact that God wants you to see people healed physically, God wants you to actually be healers of hope uh, and, uh, all around the world, wherever you go. Whether all around the world for you is Thief River Falls, Minnesota, or over into North Dakota, or up into Canada, or uh, around the world, there, there's an anointing and an assignment on your life. See, the sooner you actually believe that you have been anointed, the greater this thing gets. When you realize that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted and set the captive free. When you realize that it's a personal prophecy from Jesus to you and you walk around and you realize that the spirit of the Lord is upon me, 
How many know that you carry him into Walmart? You carry him into Subway. You carry him, you carry him into wherever you go. And he just begins to spill out. A couple of years ago, I really just wanted to, uh, uh, I, I didn't, I, I actually um, was struggling with, with, with something. And uh, I remember I was flying uh, to the central coast of California for a conference. And as I'm flying from Atlanta to Los Angeles and then was going to have to connect, while, while I'm flying there, the Lord speaks to me. He said, I want you to change your flight. I don't want you to fly back through Los Angeles. I want you to fly through San Francisco. And I, I said, Lord, uh, I don't really feel like that. And the Lord said, I don't care about your feelings because your feelings don't care about your future. And I said, Lord, I, I checked that route and to go to L.A., I, I'm already upgraded on my way home and uh, it's a better flight. I'll get home at midnight. If I go to San Francisco, uh, there's no uh, upgrades available and, um, and I'll have to fly the red eye and not get home till like I'll have to get in Atlanta at five in the morning, wait three hours and then fly uh, you know, after that. And it's just a really bad route. The Lord said, no, I want you to change your flight. Don't fly to Los Angeles. I want you to fly to San Francisco. So I want to be an obedient son because uh, Jesus said that if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. I don't really want to, but I know that on the other side of it, he's not just telling me something to inconvenience me. There's something that I can't see yet. That's why I pray this prayer. Lord, show me what's on the other side of my obedience. And I pray that before I go somewhere because I want to know that there's something that I'm going to. And so we, we I changed the ticket. I preached this conference. It's called Stop for the One. God moves amaz in amazing ways. After the, my last session, we go out to eat and I'm with uh, Heidi Baker and Roland and other speakers of the conference. And while we're sitting at lunch in this Thai restaurant, I get a text message that my flight to San Francisco was canceled and they rebooked me to Los Angeles. I thought somehow miraculously I passed a test, right? That the Lord was actually rerouting me back and so I can get an upgrade and all this thing. And this whole thing was a test of my heart. But the Lord says, no, I actually want you to call up the airline again and tell them you don't want to fly through Los Angeles. You want to fly through San Francisco. I call them up and they say, well, to do that's going to be $250. And, uh, you know, and the Lord didn't give me his American Express. <laughs> right. So I, re I pay a change fee. I get delayed. I'm sitting in the restaurant in, in San Luis Obispo and I'm sitting there and I, I look at these two girls in front of me. And all of a sudden they look at me and the mother said, there, there's some kind of aura about you. I see light coming from you. And I say, well, I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm a, I'm a Christian. And the Lord gives me a word for the girl. And all of a sudden she just begins to weep. The mama said, how do you know that? They give their life to the Lord. It was pretty powerful. I, I said, okay, Lord, I was at stop for the one. I stopped for the two. Can I go to Los Angeles now? <laughs> another flight cancellation, another delay. And finally, I get to, I finally make it to San Francisco. It's nine at night. I have three more hours before I get the red eye to Atlanta. And while I'm sitting there, I go to the farthest corner 
of, of the Delta Sky Club, the, 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 the airline lounge. I get a cup of coffee and a newspaper, which was USA Yesterday, but by that time it was US, or USA Today, which is now like USA Yesterday. And all I want to do is be by myself. I'm an extrovert, but I want to be an introvert for a day and just to know what some of y'all feel like. Uh, and, and, and so I'm sitting there in this corner and nobody's by me and I feel really good about it. And I'm just drinking coffee and I'm reading or looking at the, at the, at really at the pictures of USA Today. And then they bring her in. They bring this lady in a wheelchair and from the time she hits the door of the club, I can hear her. She's just loud. And you think they would put her by where all the people were? No, they bring her all the way to the back section where I am. And I'm praying, Lord, Lord, please don't let her talk to me. Don't let her talk to me. Jesus, please don't let her talk to me. And I've got the newspaper up like, you know, it's, it's like a sign. Like, do not talk to me. I am introverting. Right? And all of a sudden she goes, hey, you. On the other side of the newspaper. I dropped the newspaper down to about my eyes. And she goes, are you a man of faith? I go, well, yes, I am. And she said, what kind? I said, I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus. She said, that's interesting. I saw a bright light coming from you. She said, I'm a Buddhist. She said, I'm quite spiritual and I'm a reader. Can I read you? And I thought this was going to be very interesting. I was going to get in a reading contest with a Buddhist in San Francisco. So she asked if she can read me, and I said, sure. She said, you're married. I said, good guess. <laughs> she said, you have two kids. I said, wrong. Three kids, wrong. One kid, wrong. So let me help you out, honey. I have five kids. She goes, three girls and two boys. I go, wrong. Let me help you out. One girl, four boys. Then I said, my turn. Yeah. And so the Lord has gives me this revelation said ask her what's up with her family and suicide so I ask her the question she starts we she kind of gets very kind of choked up and she said well we, we've had five suicides in our family in the last year she said the reason I'm actually going right now I'm in the airport is I'm flying to New York because my nephew uh, killed himself and so the funeral's tomorrow and then the Lord said, ask her what's up with her and suicide. And she said, well, my plan is to come back over the weekend and take my own life, hoping the next life would be better. Wow. All of a sudden, I got an opportunity to share the gospel, minister to her. She gave her life to the Lord. She came in pushing, being pushed in a wheelchair. She left pushing her own wheelchair going to the gate. As all of this is happening, the Lord speaks to me. He said, son, you're never off duty. I think sometimes we get this mindset of, of Sunday and Wednesday and special meeting Christianity. When really the fact is God wants to show up in our everyday life. Here's the interesting thing. I wanted to introvert. It was not convenient. I didn't feel like it. But yet the, the anointing of God announced me. I think it should happen on every believer that, that what you're carrying, if you, you have uh, Jesus on the inside of you, I believe there should be a light coming from us. I believe there should be something on our face. There should be something in our heart. There should be something that we're carrying that, that will shine through. Yes. Why am I sharing this with you tonight? I'm sharing this with you tonight because I'm telling you that this is about to become our norm. Yes. 
It doesn't have to be spooky. It doesn't have to be spiritual. I'm just telling you that God is about to put hungry people in your path. And when you open up your mouth, he'll fill it. And when you release the word of the Lord and the love of God to them, we're about to watch people saved. And it's going to happen so quickly and so sweetly. It's beyond our wildest dreams. This is the year of salvation. This is the year where the Lord wants to bring us to the place of the restoration of all things. Acts 3 and 19, repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out and times of refreshing may come in the presence of the Lord and he'll send forth Jesus who will bring about the restoration of all things. How many know that's a promise? You repent, you get converted, or your sins are blotted out and then times of refreshing come. Who needs times of refreshing? Who needs renewal in your life? Who, who needs the presence of God to come and saturate us? Come on. How many know that tonight during worship, it, it, it was amazing, right? The presence of God tangible in the room. Why? Because it's not just musicians and singers. It's actually people who got in the presence of God. Lord, what do you want us to sing tonight? How do you want to focus? And, and they got together and they, they practiced and they prayed and, and they set an atmosphere, a table for us to enter in. In the same way the Lord's calling us to do that, to actually set a table for people to encounter God wherever we go. Amen. Here's the beautiful thing, that God doesn't just show up when, when the atmosphere is right. But he'll show up in, in, in the grocery store when elevator music is playing. It's pretty amazing. He'll show up in the midst where everything just seems kind of out of sorts and he'll just show up in the midst of it. And I'm just here to tell you right now that the Lord is about to, to create a hunger on the inside of us, but he's also about to create an urgency in us that this is the appointed time in the acceptable year of the Lord's favor upon our life, that we're about to watch our families get saved, our communities get saved, and we're about to watch the, the, the hand of the Lord come and drop upon us. Isn't that good news? Isn't it good news? This is the season where the Lord is about to activate something on the inside of you. It's a year of salvation. I also believe it's a year of activation. Where the Lord is activating the gifts of God. Activating the callings of God. Activating what he's placed on the inside of you. And I believe it's really important that we don't make it too difficult. I know this is a simple message, but it's really deep if you let it go. If you actually just let it go to the deepest places. What did Jesus do? He would show up and he met people where they were. He showed up at the, at the woman at the well. He talked to somebody that the culture said he shouldn't talk to. And all of a sudden he talk, started talking to her about streams of living water. He, I have water that you know not of. Yeah. And when you drink of this water, you'll never thirst again. He reads her mail. He, he speaks life into her. And she, she gets completely changed in a moment and tells everybody about it. How about the woman caught in the act of adultery. Remember that one? Jesus is talking to her. And he says, hey, where's your husband? She said, I don't have a husband. He said, you're right, you have five. And I've always heard that preach that, you know, oh man, Jesus knew her so good. She couldn't get away with lying with Jesus. But Jesus was actually meeting her right where she was. See, Truthfully, if you understand that in cultural context for her day, women weren't allowed to be divorced. They couldn't leave their husband. They couldn't divorce their husband. 
which means there were five times in her life where she was dishonored and abandoned. And Jesus begins to minister to her. All of the religious people show up, remember the story? And they, they want to stone her, they want to kill her. And Jesus said, you, with, who has, who you without sin cast the first stone. And he's writing things in the sand. It's not so much about calling her out in her sin as it is restoring honor to her life. Yeah. And as he restores honor to her life, all of a sudden this woman is completely set free from every dishonor, every abuse, every, every abandonment. And God changes everything in a moment. And I'm telling you right now, it's, it's really easy to focus on the dirt in people's lives. And I think we like the dirt. Our human nature actually likes the drama. And if we can find somebody that has more drama than us, we're kind of drawn to it because if I'm focused on your drama, I don't have to deal with my own drama. How many know it's true? It's, it's just human nature. I have a word for you. The Lord is about to set the church free from drama. He's about to set us free from drama because we're about to set captives free that, 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 that are struggling and walking through drama. Isn't that good news? Isn't it good news? Come on, I believe the Lord's up to something amazing in the room tonight. I feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and I'm not going to take a whole lot of time. All I'm telling you is that there is a fresh infilling uh, that he wants to release to us because there's a fresh outpouring that he wants to pour out through us. And you can have as much of God as you want or as little as you want. I believe the Lord's calling us to live a life of fullness. To live a life of fullness. Of being so full of him that there's no room for anything else. Come on, the Lord wants to awaken something in you. He wants to awaken something in us. Over the last couple of months, I've, I've had to walk through some, some things. And I got to around the holiday time. And I hit a moment where I just wanted to actually just pull the covers up over my head and stay in bed. I know none of you have ever felt like that. Uh, but, but I was tired. I was exhausted. I was grieving the loss of my mom. I'd walked through a bunch of difficult stuff in the last year. And I was just ready to just kind of just uh, take, you know, just take a breath. And here's what I realized in the midst of really wanting to have a little bit of a pity party that Jesus didn't want to show up in the pity party. He got the RSVP and he denied it. But, but he had me get up. He had me rise up. Some of us right now, this is what I'm telling you, that, that what I'm preaching to you tonight is as simple as you getting up and letting your feet hit the floor. It's choosing to get up when you want to stay down. It's choosing to actually rise up, even though everything in you just wants to withdraw. I promise you that in this life, that nothing miraculous happens at convenient times. Because the person who needs a miracle, there's nothing convenient about their, what they're walking through to get the miracle. Come on, I believe the Lord is about to release faith that overcomes doubt and unbelief. I believe with all my heart that the Lord is about to release a fresh stirring upon us. When he, he, how many know right now the world's shaking? And to respond to the world's shaking, the church has to be stirring.
to avoid the shaking if we will simply find ourselves in the place where we stir up the gifts of God on the inside of us. Come on, I, I believe that, I believe with all my heart that the Lord is really calling preachers to preach two things this year. The kingdom and Jesus. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. How many know when you walk in righteousness, you get boldness? Because Hebrews says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. So my prayer actually doesn't need to be for more boldness. My prayer actually needs to be, Lord, let me get the realization of, of Romans chapter 13, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ, a brand new creation in you. When I realize that I am the righteousness of God in Christ, boldness rises up because the enemy don't have anything on me. That's really good teaching tonight, David. When I'm clothed in the righteousness of God, the enemy has nothing on me. It allows me to be bold as I want to, as bold as I can be. Because the righteous are as bold as a lion. Righteousness. Peace. I believe the Lord is about to release a peace that passes all understanding upon the body in this season. My mom went to be with the Lord in November and, and uh, my mom, her amazing testimony is that she knew the Lord her whole life. And I think that's probably the greatest testimony you could ever have. She knew the Lord her whole life. And she wasn't perfect, but she was, she was pure in heart. She was pure in spirit. And, and she had this peace about her. I heard her say in her last three weeks of life, thank you, probably over 500 times. When they were doing medical stuff and things that weren't very uh, comfortable and pretty, she would always just say thank you. And in the midst of pain, she, she would actually just found herself in this place of peace. Like we barely had to use any pain meds in her process of going home to be with the Lord. She, would just, she just knew the peace of the Lord. And peace would just rest upon her and, and, and pastors would come and I would have conversations with her about the process. And I've been with, around some great people who knew the Lord their whole life that were about to go be with him. And there's normally a little bit of fear, a little bit of unknown of what's going to happen and did I do enough and those things. And my mom had none of that. The Lord. She, she has had this amazing peace upon her, upon her life. And even in her last night, as I was saying goodnight to her, we were laughing together because she never lost her joy. She had righteousness. She had peace. She had joy in the Holy Spirit. And she would say things to me in those last two weeks. She would go, can you imagine? I'm about to see him face to face. I'm about to see Jesus face to face. That her whole life, she lived towards eternity. I'm about to see Jesus face to face. It was pretty cool that she would have these dreams in the night and she would tell me about them uh, and she would have these encounters with the Lord and the Lord came to her one night and started talking to her about the blood of Jesus. So talking about the power of one drop of his blood can cover a multitude of sins. One drop of his blood was powerful to, 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 to set the vilest of persons free. One drop of blood. She said, we got to plead the blood over this next generation because there's a war and spiritual warfare is real. But if we'll fight this battle uh, over this next generation, there's going to be so much freedom and revival come, she would tell me. I thought that's pretty amazing. Yes, 
She had this amazing, just these encounters with the Lord. And, 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 and it was like, wow, this is holy. And I loved it as she was transitioning. Blessed assurance came on and this big smile came on her face. She just breathed her last. And she went home just to be with Jesus in the presence of, in the presence of God, knowing for sure that she knew him. My mother's, all of my mother's children know the Lord. Maybe some more than others. Maybe they, some of us have some struggles yet. But she went home to be with the Lord, with every one of her children, knowing the Lord. She would say to me in her last couple of days, she drew me close two nights before she passed. And she said, forgive and forget, forgive and forget, forgive and forget. People say you can forgive, but you can never forget. But I learned how to do both. She said, David, I'm fully aware of everything that ever happened to me. I'm aware of abuse situations. I'm aware of all this stuff that I've walked through in my life. It hasn't always been easy. But she said, I've learned how to forgive and forget. And here's how I did it. I purposed in my heart that I would love people more than they could ever hurt me. My mom led people to the Lord that abused her. My mom led people to the Lord that, that, that hurt her in, in ways unimaginable. And because of it, she would say these to me, I have no regrets. And my mom went home to be with the Lord with no regrets and no debt. I mean, that's a great way to live and a great way to depart. No regret and no debt. Why am I sharing this with you? It's not just a story about my mom and I'm not just being reminiscing and I'm not just telling you a nice story tonight. I'm telling you that because that when I see somebody who's actually lived out the gospel, it shows me what's possible in my lifetime. My mom was a, a simple woman who just worked hard and loved God her whole life. And countless people have come to know Jesus because she was faithful. Here, here's what I'm saying tonight. The Lord is calling us to stay the course. I can't control what other people are doing. I can't control that people leave and people quit and all of those things. But I'm going to make up my mind that at the end of the day, if it's just me and the Lord standing here, I'm staying here and I'm keeping on going towards the presence of God. And I'm going to love people well because there's a, there is a, a prize set before me. I know this is a simple message tonight, but I believe that if you'll actually hear it with prophetic ears, you'll realize that the Lord is about to awaken the anointing of evangelism upon the people of God. It's true. Amen. Here's what I really feel. The Lord is about to release the anointing of the evangelist in the church again. I'm thankful for the apostle. I'm thankful for the prophet. I'm thankful for the pastor and the teacher. But there is about to be a reemerging of the evangelist, the true evangelist. The Lowell Lundstrom's, right? The, uh, 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 all of these amazing Gerald Dersteins, other people that have, have pioneered up in this country, right? There, there's a new emergence of, of, of men and women of God that, that aren't ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, that are willing to open up their mouth, be inconvenienced, and, and, and to watch generation after generation encounter the living God and enjoy his presence. How many want that? How many want that anointing, that empowerment for evangelism? 
Come on, I, I believe the Lord's breaking the fear off of it. He's breaking the stigma off of what an evangelist is. Because I believe that the Lord is about to release soul winners in this place like never before. Holy Spirit, right now, would you just come and pour out? I will tell you that it is nothing that you have to do. It's everything that you get to be. I had that word in the beginning of the year that this is the year to be. To be with him, to just be in his presence. Everything flows from that place. Holy Spirit, right now, would you come? Would you anoint us afresh and anew? On the 16th day of January, Lord, we're 16 days in. Lord, we want to set our affection upon you. We want to set our attention on you. I've got good news for you. The greatest days of the church aren't behind you somewhere. They're right in front of you. I have good news for you. The greatest days of your life aren't in your rearview mirror, but they are right in front of you. The best is yet to come for us. Lord, would you activate, Lord, the anointing of the evangelist, would you activate, would you stir up our hearts, God, to believe you again? Would you stir up our hearts, God? Lord, I'm asking you that, Lord, you would save Thief River Falls, Minnesota that you would save Pennington County, Minnesota, that, Lord, this Northland would belong to you, that, Lord, that there would be an outpouring of revival, Lord, not just in the church, but, Lord, let it hit the, the college, let it hit Lincoln High School, Lord, let it hit the elementary schools and the middle schools, Lord, let it hit, Lord, this place like never before. Lord, let there be a great stirring in our hearts. Lord, I thank you for the anointing to heal, the anointing to heal, the anointing to heal. Sarah, there's the new glow of God on you. When I saw you this afternoon, it was like, I felt like there's this whole new realm of freedom. And I thought, Lord, what happened? And the Lord said, she hid herself in me and saw a new reflection of her. And I just feel like this is a season, Sarah, where the reflection of God is shining through you. And there's an increase of favor. There's an increase coming upon you for what you're doing in the natural. But I also felt like the Lord said, the gift of songwriting and the gift of intimacy with God is about to go to a whole new level and season. And I actually start, saw you starting to actually write things with your little girls, to write things with your daughters. And I feel like the Lord just showed me like songs that, that in the copyright, it just had all three of your names. Moments in the presence. And I just felt like the Lord said that this is the season where he set aside things that had come against you. And it's like I saw the Lord like, like just completely like remove things as far as the east is from the west. And I just felt like the, the Lord was coming upon you like a waterfall. And I just felt like this is going to be a season of Holy Spirit collaboration, of collaborating with the Lord, of, of riding with the Lord, of increase with the Lord in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for Jacob. Lord, I, I thank you for the new season that, Lord, the greatest days of his life are right in front of him. And Lord, I thank you that, Lord, this is a season and a time that, Lord, that you're coming to fill his hands with your healing power. Lord, I thank you that even as he plays the keys or the guitar, that, Lord, as he plays, Lord, healing will begin to be prophesied off the instrument. But, Lord, also that which he touches, 
Lord, would feel the fire and presence of God upon his life. And Lord, I thank you right now that, Lord, you've given him amazing sight in the Spirit. Lord, you've given him the ability to imagine things with you and to see things, uh, Lord, with you. And Lord, I just thank you that, Lord, this is a season of pressing in. And I felt like in the past, Jacob, that you've had all of this pressure and all these things you were processing. But this is a year of pressing in to the Lord. And I felt like in this pressing into God that, that there was a whole new level of, of, of revelation that was going to come to you. But I also felt like the Lord said, even you and Jaden, uh, even as you, you play together, the presence of God is going to come during playtime. And uh, he's going to begin to say, Daddy, do you see that angel? He's going to see it. You're going to feel it. And I just felt like the Lord said that this is the season where the Lord is, is about to, to stir up and activate spiritual inheritance. And I, I felt like the Lord said that you're actually going to begin to teach people. I saw people learning what can't be learned. And it's going to be because you're going to be able to, more than just showing them where to put their hands on a, a guitar, on a keyboard, you're, you're going to teach them the flow of the Spirit. And so, Lord, I just thank you right now for this new flow. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, this is a season that, that Lord, you're healing uh, places in the depths of his heart like, he, like he's never known before. And that, Lord, out of that, Lord, healing anointing is going to flow. Lord, I thank you for Mama Sandra. Lord, I thank you for the gift of God on the inside of her. And that, Lord, I thank you that, that, that Lord, you've anointed her. Uh, I had this beautiful picture of you standing at a gate. And it was like you were just waving your, your finger, like saying to the enemy, nope, you can't come in here. And it's like I saw you standing at the gate. And I saw you, the Lord, using you to actually uh, de defy and deny the enemy what he came for. And it was like that there, you were pushing back the darkness. You were actually robbing the grave of, of things where he was coming on assignment to take people out. And your prayers actually surrounded about them. Uh, and because of that, they were completely protected and fully, uh, and fully engulfed in the presence of God. But I also felt like the Lord said that he's, I saw him putting a, one of those highlighters when you read a book and you highlight certain things. And I, I felt like the Lord said that he's made you like a Holy Spirit highlighter that you're going to begin to highlight the headline of what God wants to do in this hour. And even in the gift of serving, even in the gift of the school, I felt like the Lord said that, that this is going to be a time that you're going to, in the, uh, in the daycare, that you're going to actually see entire families come to know the Lord because of how a little boy or a little girl encounters God in school. And they're going to begin to bring that presence home. And I just really felt, uh, Sandra, that this is a season of greater things and greater works. Greater things and greater works. Greater things and greater works. I feel like there's gonna be people that are gonna come and sit with you and be healed. There's gonna be people who will come and just overtaken by grief and you're gonna love them back to life. I feel like that this is the season of the embrace of God. The, the hugs of heaven are gonna flow through you. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for the apostolic anointing on, on Pastor Jake. Lord, I thank you for the, the grace on his life. And I feel like this, Jake, that this is a season of just going for it. That he's moving you into season that you get to do what you were made for, what you're created for, what you're called to, but you also get to do what you want to. And it was like, I felt like the Lord said, I'll, I'll, I'll release the wind even on the whim. I'll, I'll release the wind of my spirit 
even just when you just decide, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go here. I'm just going to do this. And I feel like the backing of heaven is coming upon you. And it's like this, even as you're passing on batons, I saw you grabbing a hold of the next one for the next season. And I felt like this, that there's, uh, even as you've uh, pioneered and you've worked hard over the last 40 years and just breaking through the ground, breaking through the ground, uh, I felt like the Lord said, now that the ground is broken through, I'm going to begin to build up and raise up what I've put inside of your heart, that this is going to be a season of fruitfulness and honor of faithfulness. It's going to be a season uh, of, uh, of the abundance of God being poured out over you. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you for a miracle year for Kirk Jacobson, a miracle year, Lord, in every capacity. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, when he's riding in all red, when he's riding that pickup, Lord, he's going to find you to be the friend closer than any brother. That, that Lord, you're going to show up and you're going to release the secrets of God. Lord, I thank you for the days where they have to pull off to the side of the road because you just overtake him with your goodness and your presence. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Jamie, even tonight when you were leading worship, I felt just the pleasure and the joy of the Lord. And I, I felt like the Lord was like jumping up and down. Uh, and, and I asked the Lord what it was. And the Lord says, I'm so proud of her because she's going for it. I'm so proud of her because she's going for it. And I saw you juggling, you know, kids and work and school and worship and all of those things. And I, I saw it from like juggling and kind of like trying to keep it going to all of a sudden it just began to flow clockwise. And I asked the Lord what it was, and the Lord says, I'm going to make it so easy because I'm going to put everything in place and everything in order. And I felt like the Lord said, there's going to be papers that are going to write themselves. There are going to be tests that you, you walk and you go, that's so easy because the Lord's given you the answers. And I just felt like the Lord said that, that this isn't something that you have to do. It's actually something that God wants to prove something to you. He wants to prove how smart you really are. And I, I felt like the Lord said that, that this is actually, you're going to open up a whole new realm of, of higher education for your children, for, for people in your family. It's, it's like, I heard the Lord say, thanks for doing it, even though it didn't make sense. It might not have made sense financially. It might not have made a sense with, with time and all of those things. But this is the appointed time. It's the acceptable year. And I appreciate that, Lord. Thank you. Lord, I thank you for this amazing son. Lord, I thank you. Uh, Lord, for the willingness to push forward. Brother, I saw the Lord just sitting with you. and It was like uh, you and the Lord were, were sitting on the same couch and the remote control was in the middle. And I, I saw the Lord like saying, hey, you want to do this? And it was like I saw the Lord in the middle of just your downtime and chill time and fry your brain time. Uh, and I felt like the Lord said that he's always thinking, he's always thinking. When I was talking about ideas and talking about how the Lord's going to give us stuff, I felt like the Lord's going to give you things. Even I saw you almost like getting patents on things that you're about to develop around engines and around diesels and around other things. And I asked the Lord what it was about. And the Lord said, I'm actually going to use him. I'm going to give him a gift to modify things and a gift to make things efficient. And so, Lord, I just thank you right now. That Lord, he's not just going to do the work, but he's about to create some things that haven't existed before. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for Isaac. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for his amazing life and friendship. And Isaac, I, I can't help but say it when I saw you yesterday morning and tonight, there's something in you 
that made my spirit leap. And I just feel like the Lord has, is releasing this fresh encounter of faith on the inside of you. And I saw, you know, I just saw like things just accelerating and I asked the Lord what it was. And he said, I have, I have promotion that I, I have in store for you, both in the natural and in the spirit. And I'm getting ready to bring some things into plain view. I'm bringing some things into view. And I, I felt like that even sometimes where there's performance reviews and there's things that, you know, they're like, well, we're watching this and check. It was like, I, I just felt like the Lord said above and beyond. And I felt like the Lord's about to give you some things with even greater pay and less time. He's about to give you some things that, that is going to be beyond where you're at. And I feel like there's a fire coming upon you in the realm, even to communicate and to preach. And I feel like the, I just saw like padlocks being like cut and falling to the ground. And he said, I'm unlocking the preacher on the inside of you. And I just felt like there's, there's about to be fire in your belly in this season to, to reach the unreached. And I, I saw the Lord adding to, adding to like multiplying the fruit of your life. But I also felt like that this was a season where, where the Lord was, was like, completing an old, completing a chapter, completing one thing and opening up a brand new day. And so Lord, I just thank you for the new. Lord, I thank you that nothing in the spirit is missed. I just felt like the Lord, even with your, your daughters, even with your work schedule, all those things, the Lord said, I won't let you miss anything in the spirit because in the spirit, nothing's missed. And so Lord, thanks for Isaac in Jesus name, in Jesus name. world changer one heart at a time I saw the Lord giving you it looked like the, the tiniest of keys that unlocked a little locket and the locket was in a heart shape and the Lord said I'm going to give you the key to unlock people's hearts I'm going to give you the key that unlocks their hearts because I've built a bond of trust with you and people have built a bond of trust with you that causes them to be free to open their hearts even the most vulnerable places uh, to, to choose to be healed and whole. But I also felt like this, that the Lord's stirring up the prophetic, that there's a stirring and a swirling of revelation and, and the prophetic on the inside of you that's gonna begin to flow. And I saw like things written down and things recorded, but I also felt that this was a season where the Lord's about to put things to music. And I feel like there's like this soundtrack that the Lord's creating in and around your life. And so Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you for the, the season of, of, of deep and supernatural relationships and friendships for a lifetime. But I thank you that Lord, you're, you're, you're anointing her, her feet as beautiful because her feet are about to carry good news. Good news to nations, good news wherever she goes, Lord. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, this would be a year of open doors. I feel like double doors are opening for you. And it's like just this, and the Lord said, I've been preparing this all along. And so, Lord, I thank you that, Lord, she's going to, it's almost like doors are automatic as well. They're going to recognize the anointing and the time on your life. And you're going to step into it. Lord, I thank you for her sweet spirit and pure heart. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I saw like a, a round table and people just with their coffees or their, their drinks and, and they were just asking questions. And as they asked questions, I kept seeing like with every question, you had the answer. And I just felt like the Lord said, it's not just knowledge, it's not just things you learn, but it's revelation, knowledge and wisdom. And I just felt like the Lord said that I'm anointing you 
to pastor people a different way. It's not from a pulpit. It's not from just, but it's actually out in the community. And I, I feel like that word community is going to be something really strong that you're developing and putting together. It's creating community around a table where, where people can break the bread of life to, together. But I also felt like the Lord said, I'm releasing the faith for miracles on the inside of you. The gift of faith is being stirred up and activated for miracles in you. In Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for Brian. Lord, I thank you for, right? I just saw the Lord just like I'm standing behind you and he, like, yeah, I saw his hands on your back. And I, I felt like the backing of heaven, the, like, the, the, like his hand was on your back that was giving you boldness and bravery, courage. And, and I asked the Lord what it was about. And I just felt like the Lord said uh, that this is a season where I'm pushing him forward. And I, I saw you taking the lead. And I think there's some things, feel like there's some things that you're co-leading or even sometimes preferring other people to go ahead of you. But I saw the Lord like with his hand on your back, pushing you forward. He said, it's the season to take the lead. It's the season to take the lead. And I saw like this funnel and I saw resources just flowing through you like a funnel. It was like the Lord was about to release the resources that were, it was like you're gonna know exactly what to do with it, where to distribute it. And so, Lord, I thank you for the distribution center on the inside of Brian. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Brother, I saw the Lord lifting like bricks and blocks off of your shoulders. And I heard the Lord say that I'm coming to, to, to release the heavy weight, the, the, the pressures of the, the world, the cares of the world, and all the stuff you got to do and just to make things keep going. And, and it was like I saw like all of this stuff coming off your shoulders and in its place I saw the yoke of God which is he said my yoke is easy and my burden is light and and I felt like the Lord's about, about to simplify things for you and he's about to put his grace his favor on you in a new way it's things you don't have to earn things you don't have to learn because he just deposits them on the inside of you and I, I feel like that this is, I set it up there that it's not so much about doing it's about being just learning how to be or, or being uh, and I felt like that, that there's a doer in you. Like I've got to constantly do and make things happen and, and work hard and that. And it's, those are great attributes. But as what I saw is the Lord taking your hands and holding them out. And it was like, all you had to do is receive. And I feel like the Lord's going to teach you how to receive in this season. Because you're a worthy son, worthy to receive all that he has for you. And so Lord, I thank you, Lord, for new streams of provision. Lord, I, I thank you that Lord waits and Lord, any kind of worry, Lord's lifting off of him and grace and wisdom and, and that ability to, to receive is coming upon him in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And I just saw the, like, uh, the Lord just tapping his finger on your shoulders and it was like he was picking you. He was, he was tapping uh, on your shoulders like, hey, I choose you, I pick you. Uh, and it was like, I just felt like the Lord let me hear this old song. It's so old, you probably don't know it, but uh, you're still the one. We're still having fun and you're still the one. And I just felt like the Lord was about to bring you into a season of what it's like to be one with him. The Bible says that we're seated in Christ in heavenly places. He said, if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. If I, you abide in me, I'll abide in you. It's, it's what one looks like, what oneness looks like. And I, I felt like the Lord said, you're about to get caught up in his story. And I, I feel like there's this grace in your life that pushes people into a place to overcome. And so Lord, I thank you that she's really amazing to have 
in our corner. If you're in somebody's corner, it's like you don't give up. You just keep encouraging and pushing forward even when you need the encouragement the most. It's like you dig in and you you encourage. And Lord, I thank you for the gift of encouragement, the gift to, to revive and renew in her in Jesus' name. Lord, thanks for less, Lord. I thank you for all the things that he does. But Lord, even greater than that, I thank you for his heart. Lord, his heart for family, his heart for the church. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, he knows a little bit about everything. Uh, But, Lord, he also knows where everything is. And uh, it's like if it's lost, you can find it. If it's lost, you, you know where it is. And I just felt like the Lord said, this is the season of let's play lost and found. That everything lost gets found. And I felt like that's even about evangelism, Les. I believe it's even about the story of God on your life and everyday life, just going to pick up something, just going to grab something from the store, the shop. And when you walk in, God's gonna put an opportunity right in front of you. But I also saw the scripture that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And this is a season of the reward of the righteous coming upon you. It's a season of, of encountering him and, even in in times of rest. And you know how to run, but the Lord's gonna teach you how to rest in this season. And I just felt like um, there's there's this just renewal with you and the Lord. Like I just feel like there's so much grace coming upon you, so much ability, so much the ability of the Lord. Lord, I thank you for stirring up and activating things that have been in and less for so long. Lord, I, I declare that, Lord, you're doing something extra special for him and his family. Lord, I thank you. Uh, Brother, I just saw you standing on like a mountain, standing on a a pile of stuff and you were on top of it. And and I saw like that whole thing just beginning to flatten out. Uh, And and this is what I heard the Lord say, that that, that you're going to burn the deed. You're going to, it's almost like the Lord was paying things in full for you. And so, Lord, I just thank you right now that, Lord, he's going to stand. Lord, uh, debt's not going to pile up on him, but he's going to stand on the pile of it because of, of, of what you paid for, what you finished. And, Lord, I bless my friend tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Lord, thanks for, for Darla. Lord, I thank you uh, that, Lord, that this is a season, uh, a Lord, of, of divine connection, heart to heart. Lord, I thank you that this is a season where all of her dreams, prophetic words, and healing manifests and comes, uh, just comes to the place of completion. And uh, I, I saw that. I saw that word completion. And it's not like so much you're coming to the end. You're coming to the end of, of the fight, but you're stepping into a new season of life. And I saw this coming upon you, darling. You're going to be like the Energizer Bunny. You're just going to be able to keep going, keep going, and you'll even outlast the the, the grandkids. You'll outlast the. It's like when, when, when you just get tired of watching them run in circles. It's, you're going to run in circles and they're gonna, you're going to open, <laughs> open your eyes and you're going to find them taking a nap. Uh, and so, Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord, for the way that she fights, but even more than that, the way that she loves. And so, Lord, I, I thank you. Uh, I just saw this, darling. I saw like all of these packages, these deliveries coming. Uh, and, and it just simply was saying... Um, it was marked to the one I love and I just felt like the Lord was about to lavish his love upon you and the gifts of God are about to be put in your hand and you're not just going to they're not just going to be pretty, you know wrapped all pretty like but you're going to actually uh, be able to unwrap them and, and, and step into it so Lord I thank you for the unwrapping of the gifts the stirring of the gifts in her in Jesus name Lord thank you uh, Lord for Bethany Lord I thank you Lord for the the anointing upon her Bethany 
Uh, when I, I saw you singing up there tonight, I, I, I just saw this. Uh, the Lord said the government of God was coming on your shoulders. And I just feel like the Lord is, is making, is like getting ready to put a new mantle of leadership and anointing of, of, of government on your shoulders. And it, it's beyond management, but there, there's this wisdom to lead in this season. And I saw you, the Lord, anointing you to be a part of building the church for your children and your children's children. And I, I felt like the Lord said, uh, permission granted, permission given. And I feel like that you've made some really wise decisions, like I'm not gonna be distracted. And so you put things on the altar. And I heard the Lord say, thanks for not settling when it was just, you know, it would have been nice, but it was like, Lord, I'm gonna give this to you because I know uh, that, that your plans for me are even better. And I just felt like the Lord said that this is the year of actually stepping into all that he's promised and all that he's planned. And those things even can even contain the desires of your heart. And so, Lord, I, I thank you that even in this word about government, Lord, I want to give her a, a title, but Lord, I, I saw just her stepping into the place of eldership, stepping into a place uh, of just uh, being one who, who bridges the gap and guards the door and, 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 and speaks into. And Lord, I thank you that there's value. Her words have value. And, and Lord, there's a coming a weight on the words which she speaks. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. So Jeff, it was an interesting picture. I saw the Lord like bringing you into this sauna. And it was like, it was like the Lord was warming your bones. And then it was almost like that this fire just ignited. And I saw that scripture that, that your word is like a fire shut up in my bones. And I just felt like the Lord said that this is a season of, of where the Lord said that, that you're going to prophesy to dry bones, but the Lord is also saying that uh, it's a season of uh, where, where I'm going right to the, the anointing to separate bone from marrow. And I feel like that's going to be even a part of the, the accuracy that he's placing upon you. And I, I felt like two things the Lord was doing this year, giving you permission to come and see and go and be. Come and see and go and be. Come and see it and go and be it. And, and I just felt like the Lord was saying that I'm sorting some things out and I'm making a way. And, and I just felt like the Lord uh, was like, like tapping you on the shoulder, like, hey, do you see that? Hey, do you see that? And it was like, I saw the Lord being excited about this next season in your life. And uh, Lord, I just thank you, uh, Lord, the, for, for that anointing of the Holy Spirit that's increasing. Lord, I thank you, uh, Lord, that, that, that Lord, it's, it's, it's a season that's different than any other season of his life. Lord, I thank you for, for doors of opportunity, uh, Lord, that are just going to seem like they're, they're going to open themselves. And Lord, you're going to give them so much that it's almost like, Lord, this is crazy. It's too much. What's it about? And the Lord said, I'm not just setting you up for retirement. I'm setting you up for ministry. I'm not just setting you up for, for the next season. I'm setting you up for life. And so, Lord, I thank you. That, that Lord, that this is a season where you're just putting everything in order. You're getting everything set. And I feel like you've been on your mark and you've been set. And this is going to be the year of go, where just you're going to hear the go of God. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Josh, I just, um, I turned during, during one, uh, one moment of worship and, um, I looked at you and I saw Jesus. And the Lord said, look at him, he's looking like me. And it wasn't just about the beard, 
but it was about the countenance of God upon your life. And I just felt like the Lord said that even that word tonight about evangelists and evangelism, I feel like that's stirring up on the inside of you. And even seeing Jesus in you is not just about the outside, it's actually about what he's working on the inside. And it's like the character of Jesus, the character of Christ on the inside of you. And uh, Lord, I just thank you right now for, for the year of the phenomenon where you're about to do phenomenal things on the inside of him. So Lord, would you stir up, stir that phenomena up on the inside of him in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for Willie, Lord. I thank you for that anointing upon his life that Lord, uh, if we want to know what a faithful man looks like, we should just look at Willie. Lord, he's been faithful in season, out of season. Faithful to sow, faithful to go, faithful to, to pay his own way. And uh, Lord, I, I thank you right now that Lord, even the things he says, Lord, is about to land straight in the heart. I, I saw like your words, finding the, the runway of God into people's hearts. Like I feel like that everything you do and everything you say this year is gonna land. Like it's not, there's gonna be no missing it. There's, it's just like, it's gonna land. And I, I just kept hearing the Lord say, I have great need of what I've deposited in you over the years. And there's times where you've, you, you've just gone along and there's times you've been willing to, to just carry the bags and, and, and do the support. But I'm telling you right now, the Lord is stirring up the supernatural anointing of God to just go for it, to go for healing, to go after the miraculous, to, to declare the word and the works of the Lord. And so Lord, I thank you that Lord, wherever Willie goes, the kingdom comes. Lord, wherever he goes, the kingdom comes. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Lord, thanks for, for Jeremy. And uh, I feel like it's really important. Sometimes I get these guys at the end of the night, but I felt like the Lord wanted them right in the center um, because they're always pouring out. They're always working, always behind the scenes. And uh, Jeremy, I just felt like the Lord uh, just, just showed me this beautiful picture of, of you breaking through the ribbon like it was a race. And I'm not telling you to sign up for a marathon. That'd be painful. But it's like I, I saw you running through the, 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 you know, running through the tape like you'd just finished, completed it, and you weren't even out of breath. You weren't sweating. And I asked the Lord what it was. And the Lord said uh, that, that I'm bringing him into a new season of, of, of resting in me. And I'm bringing things to him. And I don't let the powers that be hear this, but I saw the Lord giving you a blank check anointing. And, and the blank check was for, actually for things that you were believing to upgrade things and take things to the next level, not just in the realm of, of technology and, and, and those things, but it was like the, the Lord was, was bringing you into a place of excellence. And I just saw that Jeremy coming on your life, that mantle of excellence. And this is the year to excel. But I also, um, I saw like, you know, like if you ever watched cartoons or read the funny papers, I saw like this bubble over your life, which sometimes you know have captions or thoughts in them. But it was like, I saw you dreaming. And uh, in, the, in the dream, I kept hearing these, this phrase, living the dream. Like I feel like the anointing to live the dream. That's what's gonna be said of you in the days ahead. You're living the dream. Honey, right next to him, I just saw uh, when I, tonight when I came in before we even started I just, I just felt the, the presence of God on your life in such a sweet way 
And I felt like just the sweetness of God resting upon you. And I just felt like that, that, that there is this, almost like this, this tangible uh, sweetness of God, uh, the sweetness of his presence. But I also saw just like the affection of the Lord towards you. And I felt like this is going to be a time and a, a season of knowing the affection of God and the attention of the Lord. And uh, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for all those things that you've placed on the inside of her. I saw your life like a, a well, and I saw the Lord drawing up out of the well what people needed in the moment. And so, Lord, I, I know part of her personality is probably she likes to be behind the scenes. But Lord, I thank you there's going to be a day where you fill her mouth with your word. You fill your mouth with with your truth and revelation. And Lord, it's going to take off and people will be in awe of the things she says. And so, Lord, thank you for the sweetness of your presence upon her. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Frank, I saw the Lord just in this position of coming behind, putting his hands on your shoulders. And it was like, I just saw him doing all this and I felt like the Lord was encouraging you that you were made for this moment, that you were made for this moment, this moment was made for you. But I also saw like the Lord not just giving you, like taking a deep breath, like we made it through this. But on the other side of it, I saw you just declaring the goodness and the glory of the Lord. And I heard two words, and it has to do with what I said tonight in Revelation 19 and 10, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I just felt like this is the year of testimony and the year of prophecy. And prophecy is going to flow out of you in the things you pray, and, the, and, and testimony is going to activate that in other people. And uh, Lord, I thank you for all the times you showed up, all the times you intervened, all the times that, that you manifested your, uh, your protection and your life and your goodness in him. But Lord, I also thank you that, Lord, this is uh, uh, a season that, that, Lord, you're gonna put people in his path. I feel like people are gonna come even in kind of a business transactional way with you. And the light of his glory is gonna lead people to the Lord. Lord, I thank you, uh, Lord, for uh, testimony, for prophecy, and evangelism to explode in Frank this year. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for Deb. Lord, I thank you, uh, Lord, for the intercession in her, for the encourager on the inside of her. And uh, Lord, I thank you that, Lord, you've done so many miracles over the last couple of years. And uh, Lord, I thank you that you use her to bring people to you. Uh, I, just, I just felt like there's still people talking about you because of the impact that you made on their life. And, People had even kind of lost track of you, but they remember the, that patient who prayed, that person who prayed in the office. And I saw you bringing people to the bell. And I, I know when people get the all clear that they're cancer free, they ring a bell. I saw you bringing people to the bell, to ring the bell of freedom, to bring the bell of, of being completely free. And so Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you for the activation, Lord, of, of, of healings flowing through Deb's hands in this next season. And uh, I just really felt like that compassion and miracles, mercy and miracles are gonna be poured out in Jesus' name. But I thank you for your amazing daughter. And uh, I saw the Lord just smiling from ear to ear over you. And uh, he said, I'm so glad she's here. You didn't just make it, you're making it. And I just saw not only the gift to overcome, but the gift to break through. 
not just the gift to overcome the stuff that, uh, that you had to walk through, but actually the anointing to break through for other people. And I just heard the word value. And I felt like the Lord said to tell you how valuable you are. And I, I feel like that the Lord is affixing, He's putting His value upon you, that He's made you a priceless treasure, a pearl of great price, a treasure hidden in a field. And I saw just the value of the Lord, and I heard Him say to tell you that you're worth it. You're worth it. I saw the hand of the Lord coming, like the righteous judge, coming in the gavel, hitting the thing. And uh, He was ruling in your behavior, uh, ruling in your, in your favor. And it was like he was overruling the enemy and ruling in your favor. And so, Lord, I just thank you right now for the year of justice. Lord, I thank you for, for, for the justice of God on her behalf. Lord, to just fill her up to overflowing. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, this is a year of, expe of expectation, of expecting a miracle. You know, sometimes we go through life and we expect just the, it's just going to be another thing after another thing. But I felt like the Lord's about to give to you the expectation of miracles. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you for, uh, Lord, new ideas in her. Lord, I thank you for breathing on dreams, even little girl dreams. Lord, I thank you even for uh, stirring up business on the inside of her, for stirring up uh, things of, of, of causing her hopes and faith to become reality. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you. Lord, for my sister, Lord, I thank you for the gift in her that enlightens people. It's like I saw you with one of those spotlights that would go on a stage and kind of follows the, the lead or follows the singer. And uh, I felt like the Lord said, that's the light that comes out of you. You always put the light on other people. And I just felt like that the Lord said that this is a season where you're going to watch uh, them come in. Even those that said, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to. Uh, to be a part of church, all of that, you're going to watch the Lord fill up, role, uh, fill up rows uh, of people coming to know Him because of the way that you continually loved them and prayed them into the kingdom. But I also felt like the Lord said that, that, that He's given you keys to unlock. And I feel like that, that word about revelation, about strategies, and about uh, answers, and about um, uh, uh, solutions, the Lord's depositing those things on the inside of you. And when you speak, it's like you're gonna you're gonna have the attention of people. People are gonna fully listen. And so, Lord, I just thank you for that which is about to release, even on the the, the microscopic level. Like I, I just saw you just speaking, even to the cellular structures of people's lives. And it's almost like the the, the Lord uh, speaking into their DNA. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Lord, thanks for Dr. Dave. Lord, I thank you for uh, the grace on his life and. David, I love the revelation you carry. I love the teaching gift. I love the, uh, you know, the way you honor and all of those things. Um, but I really love this about you. There's just childlike faith and hunger on the inside of you that is just insatiable. That's kind of like you know, kind of asking the Lord, should we go for it? And the answer is always yes. And should we do this? And the answer is always yes. And, and uh, it's probably been true of most of your life and walk with the Lord that sometimes people don't know what to do with you. Uh, but the Lord says, I have you right where I want you and I know exactly what to do with you. And it's like, I felt like the, almost like the Lord's making you like a Holy Spirit swim instructor to lead people out into the water that's over their head so they can learn how to swim, but then eventually walk on the water. And I, I just felt like um, the Lord said, there's 
work time and there's ministry time and there's all these things that you're pondering and writing and, 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 and all of that. But I also felt like the Lord said that this is the year of playtime. And I just felt like just this, this freedom to play, this freedom to just kind of rest and, 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 and enjoy things. And I, I saw the Lord lifting, like lifting a cup. And it was like he was cheersing you. He was toasting you. And I just felt like it's a season of celebration where the Lord's celebrating all that he's placed on the inside of you. And I, I felt like the Lord said, you're not just in a job, you're on an assignment. You're not just in a church, you're on an assignment. You're not just in ministry, but you're on assignment. And I just felt like that this is the year of the assignment of the Lord. It's like people are going to realize that this is the assignment of the Lord. And so, Lord, I, I thank you for that. Lord, I, I thank you just for increase, even in dreams, even in, in visions. But also, Lord, I thank you for the way things just come alive. I feel like, Dave, people can close their eyes and hear you talk, and they can picture what you're saying. And so, Lord, I just thank you for that. But I, I thank you that he doesn't just share words that we hear, but what he shares actually opens our eyes so we can see it. But I thank you for that anointing that, that opens the eyes. In Jesus' name. You're beautiful. But I thank you right now, Lord, for your amazing, amazing daughter. Lord, I thank you for the way that she loves to serve. And uh, honey, I saw the Lord just filling your mouth with, with all kinds of songs and, and music. And I felt like the Lord said that, that you're not just going to sing your heart out, but you're going to sing the hearts of people open. You're going to sing in such a way that it just causes even the heart of the Lord to melt. And I just felt like the Lord loves your voice. He loves the way that, 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 that you talk and he loves the way that you sing. And uh, he loves the way you even get loud. Don't tell your mom, though. Uh, but he loves, he loves the way. He, he loves the way that you just go for it. And so, Lord, I just thank you that, uh, Lord, she's like the little ray of sunshine. That wherever she goes, she causes the sun to shine. It's kind of like that. There's an old song, I got sunshine on a cloudy day. And so, Lord, I thank you that she's sunshine on a cloudy day. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for Linda. And uh, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the love that you have for her and her love for you. And Lord, I know what you said about her healing, and we contend for it. We completely believe it. And Lord, I thank you that, Lord, this is a season of illumination, that you are actually highlighting exactly where, where things are and you're bringing change, you're bringing healing. And so, Lord, I thank you for the outpouring. But I thank you for the outpouring of your spirit pouring over her in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I thank you that, Lord, that you're, you, you're, actually, you're actually filling her mind with wonders. Uh, kept hearing that word dream again dream again dream again and this is a season of, of just dreaming with God and dreaming again and I, I just felt this really strong Linda the Lord loves the way you listen and I just saw him just whispering in your ear the sweet everythings and uh, Lord I thank you that Lord uh, you're jumping for joy you're leaping for joy over Linda that Lord this is a season that Lord you are uh, that Lord you are you are building your case you're building the testimony that lord that's going to be declared that's going to be seen and uh lord i just thank you right now 
for resting upon her. Lord, I thank you for the mind of Christ. Lord, I thank you for miracle memories. Lord, I thank you for what you're regenerating, what you're recreating, and what you're doing. And Lord, all of those things have been hard. Lord, I thank you that Lord, you're bringing people together. That Lord, uh, out of this season of Linda's life, salvation is coming. And a hunger to know God in a deeper way is coming. In Jesus' name, Lord, thanks for Danny. Lord, I thank you for the way. Uh, Lord, that he looks at his wife. Lord, I thank you for the way. Brother, there is this, uh, there's a part of you that is so passionate that you just can't control the waterworks. They're so passionate, you just can't control the excitement. So passionate about, because you're passionate about life. And I felt like the Lord said, what defines you is you are such a lover, a lover of God, a lover of family, a lover of people. And uh, I just felt like the Lord said that there is this gift and this grace of the love of God that is so powerful. It's the most powerful force in the world. And it's going to spill out in such an amazing way. And I, I felt like the Lord said that there's things that you, you know, you've kind of had to put on hold that you haven't been able to do for a bit. And I felt like the Lord said, even some of your hobbies I call holy. And I'm going to make room. I'm going to make time to... to for me and you to do some stuff together. I felt like there's going to be some father-son time, you and the Lord, in this season ahead. And I just felt like this, the, the Lord uh, was bringing to this place of even as you're driving sometimes from appointment to appointment or, or coming up here, the, the Lord says, I'm just going to at times just stop you in your tracks. And I'm going to overtake you with the goodness of God. I just kept hearing that song. It's a worship song that from a couple years ago, all my life you have been faithful. All my life you've been so, so good. And I, I feel like that's the theme song. That's the, the soundtrack of this next season for, for Danny and Linda. Lord, I thank you right now that, Lord, uh, all, your, all their life you've been faithful. All your life you've been so, so good. And so, Lord, I just thank you for goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy and the love of God. Lord, I thank, thank you, Lord. There's nobody who loves like Danny Packer, Lord. And so, Lord, I, I thank you for the love that he has for the house and the way that you set your affection upon his house. Lord, I thank you right now. You're clearing the ear. Lord, there's going to be good reports. I feel like over the next three months, you're going to get so many good reports. Good reports. Blood work, good reports. Blood work, yes examinations, good reports. Lord, let it be the season of good reports. In Jesus' name, amen. So I, I saw your, your home and I saw the Lord like calling it Happy Hill. And I asked the Lord what it was about and the Lord said that this is the season or, or I'm about to release the joy of the Lord. I'm about to release the good things of God. And uh, daughter, I just felt like the Lord said that this is gonna be a season, not only of, of, of new life and, and birthing that I know in the natural, but, but it is a season of you coming alive and awake in such a powerful way. And I, I felt like the Lord said, he's gonna give volume to your voice that you're gonna be heard, that, that you're actually going to be able to speak what's in your heart, what's on your mind. And I just felt like the Lord said that it's a season of fear-free and carefree, fear-free and carefree. And uh, Lord, I thank you right now for the way you're just about to rest 
Father, Lord, I thank you for Dwayne. Lord, I, I thank you right now that, that Lord, that, that you're, you're about to uh, release something fresh and new in him, even the things that he's studying and listening to. Lord, you're going to cause your word to come alive. You're gonna, uh, it's like this. Uh, I saw the Lord putting you like in a front row seat, Dwayne, and it was like you were watching the curtain pull back and it was like the Lord was, was taking center stage and he was performing his word. He watches over his word day and night. He's careful to perform it. And I saw him performing those things that he's put into your heart. And Lord, thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for even just supernatural uh, outpouring of your spirit and life and the giftings of God even over the next few, few weeks. That, Lord, uh, it's not too late, it's not too early, but it's right on time. And uh, I just really felt like that, like the, the, the Lord is going to do something uh, just beautiful at the birth of your daughter. And so, Lord, I just thank you. It's going to be very restorative. And I felt like that, Dwayne. I felt like the, you know, I know a little bit about your, your story. Uh, and I just kept hearing the Lord say, uh, it's not just restorative justice, but it's restoration. And I feel like you're going to bring people into restoration where people said they didn't have a chance. You're going to bring restoration. So Lord, I thank you for the anointing you've called all of us to as ministers of reconciliation and restoration. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I saw the Lord whispering in your ear. And this is what he said, favorite one. And I saw so much of, 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 of not just favor, but it was like the Lord was preferring you. It was like, I, I prefer you. I prefer you. And it wasn't just about your own preference. It was that you had chosen to prefer him. And I just felt like uh, I saw honey just dripping over you. And the Lord said, it's the honey of healing. But I also felt like that where the Lord brought you to a table and you got people talking again. You got people uh, like communicating again and it was like that the, the, all of a sudden tears began to flow and, and 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 there was this great movement that began to take place because you were willing to gather people to the table I believe it's what the Lord's speaking about is communion it's the communion of the Lord but I also felt like the, the Lord said that uh, this is a season where I'm actually about to put things in your hand I saw papers being put in your hands and they were like scholarships for, for things that you wanted to see, scholarship for things that you wanted to do. And uh, I, I just feel like there's times where, you, you know, it'd be really easy to just to get out of Dodge, just to get out of town. But it's like that you've, you've not just because you grew up here, but it's like you've seen something and you know the Lord wants to do something. And even as you've watched other people go, it's like you've stayed in the place where the Lord called you, where the Lord planted you. And because of that, you're about to, to, to see and bear much fruit. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for a new season of, of joy, a new season of peace. And I, I heard that scripture that Jesus talked about in, uh, from the Beatitudes. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they'll inherit the earth. It's a difference between uh, keeping peace and, uh, then, and making peace. Making peace comes with authority. It comes with power comes with truth and I feel like the anointing of the peacemaker with the power and the authority of God on that is coming over you in Jesus name in Jesus name and I saw the Lord like 
just showed me a watch and a grandfather clock and all kinds of things that had to do with, with, with time and telling time. And I felt like the Lord was saying that, that he has you in this place where the timing of the Lord is perfect and you're in perfect timing. And I felt like the last season was called preparation, but, but this season is, is, is called separation, not separated from, but separated for, separated to. It's the calling of God. It's what it means to be holy. And I had this awareness to not just was looking during worship a couple of times when I was preaching and got behind you. And I just felt the holiness of God. And it was, I could feel the fear of the Lord, the holiness of God, but what I felt connected to it was really beautiful. I felt the, uh, like, like happy. I felt that the, 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 like the happiness and the joy of the Lord connected to the holiness that's on your life. And I heard the Lord say to tell you that you make really good choices. Like, I feel like that you've been in a season of making choices and he said that you make really, really good choices. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you. And she's not double-minded, but Lord, she, she knows what she wants and she knows what you said. And she set her eyes on that. And uh, Lord, I thank you for the anointing that, that brings change to the world. Lord, I thank you for the way that she sits. Uh, I just saw you sitting and crying with people. It's like they were going through it, but you sat there and you cried with them because you, you had compassion, mercy. It wasn't just sympathy. It was, some of it was empathy, but it was like you, you felt what they felt and you felt the heart of God to bring them through. What I love is the Lord doesn't waste a tear and he doesn't waste a prayer. And because of that, the healing just flows. And I saw you being a healer of the heart and a healer of the soul. You know, sometimes miracles that you can see when, you know, when blind eyes open and all those things are really cool. But, but I felt like that you're going to have a lot of, you're going to be responsible to carry and release healing in a lot of unseen realms as well as, as the scene. So Lord, thanks for that. Lord, thanks for this man of God. Lord, I thank you uh, that Lord, that you, um, uh, I saw the Lord just coming alongside of you and it was like he was, he was simply happy to be, simply happy to be with you. And I just felt like there's this, this grace that can kind of look at things that are fragmented and know how to bring them together. There's, you can look at all the different pieces of the puzzle and begin to assemble it. You can look at things where other people are freaked out because it just seems like a mess and a problem and you know how to make sense of it. And I just felt like there's the gift of a Holy Spirit architect upon your life to actually not only know how to build, but actually to know the process of, of this is the plan, this is how to get it done. And uh, I just saw that just as Jesus is the, the, the architect, the, the, the chief architect of our faith. Uh, I saw the Lord just constructing, building faith on the inside of you. And so Lord, I thank you for design. Uh, and I thank you uh, that not only is there design, but there, there is this eyes to see, to troubleshoot, to problem solve. And, to, and Lord, I thank you that he's a son that goes above and beyond. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. So I heard two words, prayer furnace. And I, I saw prayer going out and it was like, I saw prayer like, like feeding the furnace, like, like wood going into a wood stove. Like, and I felt like the Lord said, your prayers are igniting fires. Your prayers in the night, your prayers during worship. The, the, and I felt like the Lord has called you not just to a place of prayer, but to a life of prayer, not just a ministry of prayer, but a prayer life. And in it is so much, it's, it's, it's where the secrets of God pour out. It's where the, the intimacy of God happens. And I just felt like the Lord said, you're going to lead the many 
because you were faithful when it was just you. You're gonna lead the many because it was faithful. You were faithful even when you were the only one in the prayer meeting. And I just felt like the Lord said that there is this yes, resounding yes on the inside of you that hasn't been easy or convenient. But because you said yes, you're gonna watch the you're going to watch the transformation of people's lives and even of nations. And I just saw, I saw like this deep-seated uh, root of worship on the inside of you. That, that actually it's in the very core, the center of who you are. It, it's it's it, like I saw you amplifying the Lord. I saw like amplifying the sounds, uh, sounds before the Lord. And uh, Lord, I thank you that Lord, she doesn't just visit the secret place, but she dwells in it. I mean, there's a reason why people can't figure you out because he created you to be a mystery. He created you for mystery, but he also created you to be the mystery. Don't be afraid to freak people out. Lord, I thank you for visions and dreams. I thank you for the things that she sees and things that she says and the things that she prays. But I thank you for a life that gets caught up and gone. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for this amazing woman of God. Lord, I thank you for her prayers for the lost. I saw, I saw this list and it's like I saw the Lord writing names in heaven and putting your initials next to it. Like, he was like, hey, they prayed the prayer. Uh, other people may have preached the message, but she prayed them in. I feel like the Lord's given you that, that gift, that grace to, that knows pray without ceasing. It's continual. It's not just popcorn prayers and 30 seconds of this, but it's, it's, it's that place that even when you're sleeping, your spirit's interceding and praying. It's that connection to Jesus and his most powerful and, and, and up-to-date attribute as, as the advocate, as the intercessor, making, sitting at the hand of the Father, making intercession for us. And I just saw, I heard the Lord say these words, it's a season to grab a hold of. And I saw you just grabbing a hold of the promises of God, of grabbing a hold of the reins, grabbing a hold of faith. And I feel like there's a party that is super submitted. So it's almost like, but in that submission, there's almost like a holding back because you don't want to step outside of that. But I heard the Lord say permission granted. That actually you're, you're, you're carrying things that aren't just nice or that, that would fit, but they're actually a necessity for the body in this season, in this hour. Lord, I thank you for this man of great character and integrity. Lord, I thank you for the integrity of his heart. Lord, I thank you for the, the gift, the go-getter in him that gets up and just goes, goes after it. But uh, Lord, I, all night I was drawn, as my eyes look back here, Lord, I, I just kept seeing that mantle of, of, of pastoral ministry upon him. And I, rather, I just kept seeing that. I kept seeing the gift of the pastor I'm not telling you to start a church or have to go be in the pulpit and grab a microphone, but I saw you just shepherding people's hearts, shepherding their souls. And, and I feel like that you're actually gonna pastor people that don't go to church. Where people have given up on church, they're gonna connect to Jesus the pastor on the inside of you. And uh, I heard two words and I feel like you're a deep guy, but I heard these words plain and simple. And I feel like there's just such an ability to make things so plain and simple that, that people can't argue with it. I feel like there's experience and there's truth.
and you're carrying truth and experience and it just has no argument to dissolve. But I also felt like the Lord said that you're, you're actually gonna bring healing to father wounds. You're gonna bind up the brokenhearted uh, uh, that, that have been unfathered or those that have been, uh, they've just lost sight of who, it's almost like they can't even connect to God the Father because of their wounds with their own father. And I just felt like there's an anointing to heal the heart. And I feel like that you're gonna, so many times when you speak, when you open up your mouth, people are gonna hear the Father uh, and hear his heart for the very first time. It's gonna bring so much healing and change. And so Lord, thanks for that. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for your amazing daughter. And uh, Lord, I thank you for the winds of change that are, are blowing and the winds of change that are taking place because she took the time to pray. She took the time uh, to, 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 to actually engage with what you were doing. And uh, I, I just saw this amazing picture of, I know we, we read the scriptures. Somebody said that we shouldn't just read the scriptures, but the scriptures should read us. And it was like, I saw like the Lord looking at your heart and it was like a ticker tape on the bottom of a, a news channel or, you know, it was, like the, it was like the word of the Lord was in your heart. It was like the Lord was reading off the teleprompter of, of your heart because the word was in there. And uh, Lord, I just thank you, that Lord, for the word that you've been watching over day and night on the inside of her heart. And uh, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I saw like people surrounding you and people coming with you. And I feel like so many times you've been the, the pioneer and sometimes you've just come and you've sat alone. Uh, but I felt like the Lord said that uh, there's gonna be a season of celebrating the wins that God's about to, I don't know how to explain it, but I saw friends, family, people sitting with you in the house of God and just experiencing the goodness of God together. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for that. Lord, I thank you uh, that Lord, what she touches in this season, your hand's gonna touch. I feel like there's a tangible presence where people are gonna feel the tangible uh, presence and power of God just when you, you touch them, put your hands on them and shake their hand or greet them. And, and Lord, so I just thank you for that. Lord, I thank you for the beauty of the Lord resting on her. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for this amazing daughter. And I just saw uh, the Lord, like back in the day, charged nurses wore those little white caps on the top of their head. And, and it was like I saw the Lord put one of those things on you. And it was, the, the Lord gave you charge, responsibility, authority, whatever you wanted to call it. But it was like you were overseeing healing. And I, I just saw, I'm not telling you to go to healing rooms or start healing rooms. But it's like I saw you creating space and overseeing space where people could come in and receive healing prayer. And I, I just felt like Jesus the healer is about to manifest himself through you. And I feel like there's a gift to see people healed of their past and healed of their pain. And, and I, I felt like a part of it is that you love people and honor people enough to tell them the truth. And it's like, uh, there's a lot of people I know that they have great gifts, they can orate, they can, they can speak and all of those things. But you have this amazing gift to tell the truth. You, and you, you call it not just how you see it, but you call it how God sees it. And it's like, I saw this compass and the compass was set on north. And I know it's a moral compass, but I also know it's the compass in the spirit. Like this is the way uh, we, we need to walk in it. And I, I just felt like there, uh, there, there's a gift to communicate the word of the Lord and the heart of the Lord on the inside of you. And it was kind of funny and interesting. I, I felt like you're actually gonna preach in places where they think that women can't preach. You're actually gonna speak in places where they, they, they think that you know, w women can't do this. 
And you're, you're going to, it's not for the sake of proving them wrong, but you're going to prove them wrong. Because undeniably the things you say and the things that you bring uh, is going to be the Lord. And I just felt like that, like over and over I kept hearing this phrase, that's the Lord, that's the Lord, that's the Lord. And like even when you're just talking in regular conversation with people, it's going to ignite something in people's hearts where they go, that's the Lord, that's the Lord, that's the Lord. And so, Lord, I just thank you for the things that she speaks, that Lord is straight to the heart. It's straight to the heart. Lord, I thank you for the anointing that's all about the heart, that ministers to the heart, that communicates your heart to the heart of other people. And uh, Lord, I thank you that Lord, for that, for that gift of, 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 of even oversight, even the gift uh, that, that you're gonna use her into, into teaching, activating other people into, into healing, but also uh, creating space for people to be healed and whole. And thank you for that in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for this amazing daughter. And uh, I saw like tears of joy streaming down the face of Jesus over you because he, he is so in love with you. He's so elated by you. He's so taken back by you. And I just felt like the Lord was saying these words, tell her she's significant. Your life is significant. Your thoughts, your dreams, they're significant. Your plans, your, all of those things are significant. And this is going to be the year of the Lord's significance in your life. And I just feel like the Lord is, is actually just touching places on the inside of you because you're going to bring the healing to people's self-image, to even the way that they, you're going to help people, almost like going to hold up a new mirror in front of them so that they see themselves the way the Lord sees them. And you bring out the best in people. You bring out the golden people. You bring out uh, the good in people. And the Lord said, it doesn't happen by accident. It's because I put that on the inside of you. And uh, I just felt like this, that, that the Lord has, 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 has crowned you. I saw this scripture. It says that the Lord has crowned you with glory and with honor. And I saw just the crown of God's glory and honor resting upon your head. And Lord, I thank you that, Lord, what she has to say is significant. What she's, go what she's going to do is significant. And I just felt like the Lord is about to, he's given you permission to rest. And I feel like sometimes when you take a break or you rest, you feel guilty about it. And I, it's because it's like, if I'm not doing, I'm not producing, I'm not. And I just felt like the Lord was giving you permission uh, to have pajama day where you just stay in the pajamas all day. Just, just permission to just rest. And rest isn't not doing anything. It's actually doing the things that you enjoy. And I feel like even life and ministry is going to flow from the place of rest. And so Lord, thanks for that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I just kept hearing the word yes and I kept seeing the Lord nodding his head over you. And it was like things that you're asking about, things you're, it was like the Lord was saying yes. And it was like, how can I say no to you when you said yes so much to me? And I just felt like the Lord has made you a Holy Spirit cheerleader. Like you, you get behind other people's dreams, you get behind what other people are doing and you celebrate that and you push them forward and you encourage them to do it. And uh, I felt like there was this place of, 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 of doing that, but also the wisdom at times to pull back. And it's not to pull back for the sake of disconnecting, but it was like teaching people how to ride their bike or to, to, to stand out on their own. And I, I felt like that, to me, was a picture of an equipper 
on the inside of you. And I feel like you're going to equip people how to live the God kind of life. That's what discipleship uh, really is. And I, I feel like the Lord's anointed you as a disciple maker. He's anointed you uh, to teach. He's anointed you uh, even to prophesy. And I, I feel like there's so much revelation on the inside of you that, that sometimes you don't know what to do with it. And I just felt like it's, it's, it's these beautiful pictures of God. And I saw like, for me, it's like the string on a sweater. The more I pull, the more I get. And I felt like the Lord was giving you, saying, go ahead, pull the string. And even those things that you feel like are just simple, they're not really deep or specific. Those are the things that are gonna land on people in their heart the most. Uh, and he said, you won't miss it because the thing that you do the most is you pursue love. I feel like the theme of your life is pursue love. You're just pursuing the love of God. You're pursuing uh, the love of God and you're pursuing people with that love. And uh, Lord, I just thank you that Lord, even the, the grace and the gift for little ones. I'm not telling you you have to go into children's ministry or be an elementary school teacher, but it was like I saw the childlike and kids being drawn to you because you spoke their language. You got down to their level. And I feel like a part of what you're going to do is actually heal childlikeness in people. And so, Lord, thanks for that. In Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you right now for your amazing daughter. Lord, I thank you. Um, man, I just felt this overwhelming, the overwhelming emotions of the Lord for you. Like, I saw his heart overflowing over you. And uh, it was like the, the Lord said that this is a season of fullness. It's a season of, of, of being in that place of fully full. And uh, I just felt like the Lord said that this is the season of miracles. And this is a season that actually uh, even uh, of carrying miracles. And as you do, it's like it's going gonna, it's gonna to actually do something in other people. Like I'm going to believe for a miracle too. And I just felt like there, like I saw you just actually encouraging people to believe. Uh, I, I said it's coming on all of us, but I feel like specifically it's landing on you. The anointing of a healer of hope, anointing to heal hope. I feel like wherever you go, hope rises. Wherever you go, just hope just begins to just rise up in people. And so Lord, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. When I saw you again and greeted you tonight, even before you got up on the drums, the Lord said, you're looking at revival. You're looking at revival. And I saw revival not just beginning with you, but I saw being lived out in you. There was a, an intense moment of worship tonight you could have been drumming, but you stopped and you lifted your hands. And that's all I really needed to know about you. Because you didn't let your gift get in the way of your call. It wasn't just about the beat you were releasing. It was the fact that you lifted your hands because you were worship. And you've allowed your life to become worship. You've allowed your life to be that living sacrifice pure and holy, wholehearted. And I, I felt like the, the Lord has given you such a grace to overcome. Like I felt like there's this part of you that's been so vulnerable with people. 
ensuring your life and stuff that normally people would go, oh, dude, don't. But it's like you're willing to talk about things so that other people can be free from it. That's honorable and commendable. But out of that vulnerability, out of that transparency, presence just flows. And I just felt like just this amazing pure heartedness, like there's just no guile in you. There's no pursuit of your own agenda. You'd actually be, you'd actually be content serving somebody else's vision. If that's what God called you to. But I'm telling you that there is so much ministry on the inside of you. And some of it will be uh, really fun because you're doing it with friends. And some of it will seem a little bit difficult because you're pioneering and like, where is everybody at? But you're going to be the icebreaker. You're going to be one who actually just tips the scales. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for, for, for the wisdom of the kingdom builder. Wisdom of, not to use big words, but of apostolic vision, apostolic anointing on the inside of him to go and do what hasn't been done before, to, to, go, out the, to go outside the walls. Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, I thank you that you're going to bring him into some places that the quote-unquote church world wouldn't normally want to go. Lord, I thank you for the gift that, that, that trains, that raises up, that empowers, that, and releases people. And uh, Lord, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Lord, thanks for this son. Lord, buddy, I just, um, again, in a moment of worship, I, I looked at you. You just had your hands out like that. And I just saw the Lord just crashing over you like a wave. And I, I just heard these words, irresistible. That your life's like a magnet that the Lord's drawn to. And he finds you irresistible. And I feel like that you're in a place where the Lord said, I've done a lot in a short amount of time. I've done a lot in a short amount of time. And I, I heard the Lord say, learning curve. And it's like where other people, it took them 10 years or five years or 20 years to get where they are. You're not constrained by time. And, and I just felt like the Lord said that you're going to run with the best of them. And I, I just saw the Lord giving you keys. They were like jailer keys. And it was really to set the captive free. I saw you setting religious hostages free. I saw you set, setting those that have been bound by mindsets feeling like they're out of their minds well, you said minds free people free from addictions people free from rebellion and I just really felt like the Lord said you're going to demonstrate two words submit and surrender a couple of years ago if somebody told you what to do you'd do the opposite but now you're in this season of just like, I, I just wanna, I, I just wanna do what, what God wants me to do. And I, I'm telling you, son, that I see you doing what Paul the Apostle talked about when he said, I beat my body into submission. Like, like there's this place where he said, I'm, I'm taking control of my soul, of, of my flesh. And I'm going to live life by the Spirit. And that's how I saw you living, man. Living life by the Spirit. Living life in the Spirit. Living life by the Spirit. Living life in the Spirit. 
and it's large, men. The call of God's large. And here's what I really felt. I'm not going to call you a prophet, but I'm going to tell you that the prophetic gift inside of you is going to be so profound that you'll walk around a room like I'm doing tonight, and you're going to have so much specifics in people's lives because the Lord's looking for friends to share His secrets with. And it's not about a show or a ministry event. I feel like it's going to happen in everyday life. Like you go to Subway and you get a, you know, get your sandwich, and while they're going down the line, it's going to be like, "Hey, the Lord wants to heal your." Achilles healed. The Lord wants it. And you're just going to get these words and healing and prophecy are going to flow together through your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Rowan, you led the one song tonight. I felt like the Father said I could listen to him all night. Because even when you sing old songs, they become new again. Even when you sing the same songs, they become new again. And I I felt like the Lord said that this is a a time where the Lord is raising you up in this hour to be a voice to a generation. It's beyond like youth pastoring. It's beyond that. But I saw the Lord anointing you for generational ministry. And it wasn't just for a generation. It was for multi-generations. It was able to connect generations and bring them into moments and gone. And leading worship and playing guitar and singing is only a part of that. I saw the Lord cultivating the preaching gift on the inside of you. Cultivating the gift that, that to, to actually share what's in the heart of, of, of God and, and seeing it land on people. You're going to watch transformation right before your eyes. Like you're just going to. Here's what I heard the Lord say. Although people will be rescued, you're not a rescuer. You're not just going to rescue people. You're actually going to build people. One of my favorite churches and and pastors that I'm friends with. You got a church of over 10,000 people. And he said, we're not building a big church. We want to build big, big people. And I just saw that gift to actually to, to build, to raise up, to build big people that know how to experience an encounter gone. And so, Lord, I just thank you for, Lord, the gift of great grace that you put upon his life. Lord, I, I thank you. I, I feel like the, that there's been structure placed around you and there was a season where you needed the structure placed around you. But I also saw just this new level of freedom. And it's like almost like you spread your... You know, you, your arms lifted your hands and like you, there, there was freedom. And so, Lord, I thank you for freedom. And I thank you for the structure that, that creates the runway, the infrastructure uh, for that freedom. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I heard the Lord say, look at her. She's beat the odds. She's defied the odds. Honey, you are going to be a role model to so many people but also you're the pioneer of faith in your own family there's going to be so many people that are going to fall in love with Jesus because they're going to see the longevity of how you're following and walking with him ten years ago people would never dreamed about you sitting here you're a walking 
picture of a miracle. And over the last few years, it's been so beautiful to watch the miracle in the making. And I just felt like your story has got the glory of God all over it. It's hard because you can't really tell the whole story in the moment and, and some of that's wisdom and some of it's honor. But I felt like the Lord said the things that you share and the things you will share in the days ahead is going to heal so many people. You're going to see so many people healed of all kinds of things. But the amazing thing is that you're a picture of if you don't quit, you win. And I heard the Lord say, thanks for not giving up. Thanks for not giving up. Lord, I just thank you that, Lord, she's a Holy Spirit powerhouse, that the power of God is, is so strong and amazing and beautiful in her. But I also just felt like there's a new anointing of worship coming upon you. I heard the Lord say, he calls your car sanctuary because he's filled it with worship. He's filled it with the sacrifice of praise. He's filled it with the sounds of heaven. And so Lord, we bless her tonight in Jesus' name. Brother, I saw the Lord deputizing you like all day to day. I'm like, this guy could be a really good cop, a really good prison guard, really. Like you just have this gift and this grace to not just about the, the love of the law, but I saw you operating and walking in the law of love. And I just felt like that anointing of Isaiah chapter 61 that I was reading about tonight quoting, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, bind up the broken heart and set the captive free. I felt like that anointing is so strong upon your life. Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, Lord I thank you that Lord, even when he greeted me tonight, I felt just kindness. I felt the kindness of God. I felt the goodness of God. And brother, the Lord's going to use you as a walking billboard. He's going to use you as like a uh, an advertisement for the goodness of God and the power of God. Two things going hand to hand in your life, the word of God and the, and the, and the power of the Holy Spirit. And I, I just felt like I like had this picture of you like a Holy Spirit windmill, not just receiving power, but generating it, of, of actually releasing it into other people. And uh, Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord, for the, for the, for the kindness of God in him. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Buddy, I saw, I saw the Lord just throwing a ball back and forth with you. Then I saw him dribbling and I saw you just shooting hoops with him. And, and I heard the Lord say, it's not just in church time, it's not just in devotion time, but it's even in play time that you attract the presence of God. And I, I just saw like this, not only this, leader in you and this champion in you but I saw you actually taking time to teach other people how to do things better 
So normally, you know, we compete with people and we want to be the best. And I, I saw you actually teaching people in such a way that they'd almost like, you're like, I'm going to show you the secret and you can even be better than me. And you weren't intimidated by it at all. It was almost like saying, this is what success looks like. And I, I just saw just this gift that just says, yes, dad, no, no, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. It was just like this gift of obedience in this heart that just said, Lord, I, I, I just want to have an obedient heart towards you. And that obedience is like a magnet for the presence of God. And buddy, I just felt like um, that many people are going to hear from you in the days ahead. And there's nothing you can't do. Like you could do, play any sport you want, any instrument you want. But even greater than the things you do, the Lord just loves to hang with you. And I just felt like this, this amazing gift. I saw peace and faith going together with you. Like just this peace that comes from the confidence knowing and the belief that God can do anything. And uh, Lord, I thank you that Lord, wherever he goes, the God of miracles will flow. And wherever he goes, the God of miracles will pour out. In Jesus' name. Lord, thanks for Pastor Tom and, and Jen. Lord, I thank you. Uh, Lord, for the calling, the gifting that's upon them. Lord, for the transition that they're in. And uh, Lord, I thank you that, uh, Lord, I'm, I still just marvel at what you did and the way that you protected him and, 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 and sustained him and, and the miracle that's right before my very eyes. But Lord, I also thank you that, uh, Lord, that, buddy, I just saw the, um, I saw the Lord bringing you up to the bridge, to the helm of a, of a ship and like sometimes the there's you know the captain he's he's steering the thing and then there's a navigator but it was like I saw the Lord just like like right before you and he said this is the way set sail for the deeper things for the deeper waters and I just felt like the Lord said that I'm about to give you so many ideas and so many downloads but this is going to be a season of pacing yourself like you won't have to do it all at once but the Lord's initiating some things that, uh, and I said it, I think in the video, that it's the year of family. And you're gonna get, you get to demonstrate that, but you're gonna bring the family of God together. And I just felt like there's, I feel like communion's gonna be a real important part of this year. And uh, I feel like it's gonna be even more than once a month. I feel like there's just gonna be these, almost a time spontaneous communion and connected to the communion. I know the element is just the grape juice and the, and little wafer but I felt like it's there's going to be so much healing that's going to take place and I feel like that um, that's you know the healing that you received and the miracle that God did in you is actually a launching pad for you and I just I felt like the Lord said go for it if you'll go for it I'll, I'll step into it so even in kind of random words of knowledge it's like I saw you going for it but I also felt like the Lord is in this season, even in, in the winter before things kick back in the spring, I felt like you're going to meet with different pastors in this town. And it's not going to be a, a pastor's like fellowship or network, but it's actually going to be relatable coffee, lunches, just hanging out, praying together. And, and, and I feel like the Lord's going to heal trust and actually build a bridge from church to church. And there'll come a night where you'll be in other places and it's almost like every church in town comes or like tonight you'll see this room filled with people from so many places and people won't be intimidated and they but you're going to watch there, there's a move of the spirit that's coming that, that you're going to be uh, able to connect and so 
Lord, I thank you for the year of connection and, and, and communion in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you uh, for Jen. Lord, I thank you for uh, uh, her, her amazing, amazing heart. Like, I don't know how to explain it, uh, Jenny, but I, I saw just the hand of the Lord. And um, every time I think about you, every time I see you, I, I just see the Lord, just, just the pride of the Lord, the pleasure of the Lord is upon you because of decisions you've made and your willingness to, to break through. And I, I felt like the Lord was going to spoil you. Like I just saw just this gift of just the, 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 these, uh, this anointing of just spending time with the Lord and things just kind of falling in your lap. And I know you guys do date nights, but I saw you having these days that it's almost going to be like a date with destiny and a date with the Lord where he's just going to fill you with these downloads of the presence of God. And I feel like there's new new rhythms, new ebbs and flows uh, to your life. And I just feel like it's a season of enjoyment. You're, you know, your little, your little one, uh, I feel like, you know, she keeps you on your toes and all of those things. But I felt like the Lord said there's going to, there's a real special bond, uh, you know, with you and all the kids, but you and her are going to have this special bond. Like I saw her like getting on her face with you, like finding you in a place of worship and prayer and just doing what you do. And it may seem like imitation, but it's actually going to, she's going to have her own encounters in those moments, even at the little tender age that she's in. And I, I felt like that. That's a word over your house is the word encounter. And so what I'm in dreams and visions and, and things you're going to speak and do. And, and uh, so Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, thank you for uh, just being with us tonight, just being in your presence, just pouring out over us. And uh, Lord, thanks for uh, Jacob. Lord, thank you for, uh, man, uh, I'm saying this with all kinds of love and respect, but dude, you're just a trip. Like to be around you is just, is, is a trip. And, and what I love is there's just a spontaneous, never know what he's gonna do, never know what he's gonna say. And, but what I saw was, was just the hand of the Lord enjoying it. And I felt like the Lord said, you're just going to, like, this is going to be a season of kingdom spontaneity, of just these spontaneous moments with the Lord. Uh, but I also just saw, like, um, the, these quick ideas. Like, I, I just felt like the Lord's about to uh, really just take you on some wild adventures with Him. And uh, I saw just this gift uh, where, where, where people won't be able to, to say no to you in a sense because there's so much favor resting upon your life and i feel like that this is a season of, of just protection i felt like again ideas for you even you know you're the man of gadgets like you've always had this knack of getting things that are hard to find or or, or just kind of state of the art whether it be the heated uh sweatshirt thing or uh other things and it's it's like i just felt like the lord said that you're going to be able to grab a hold of and get what, what other people can't get because there's no supply chain issues in the spirit. And I felt like that you're a connector of the supply chain of heaven uh, to the earth. And so, Lord, I just thank you, uh, Lord, for uh, the sound of abundance over his life. And um, really, if people know me. I'm not a, a money kind of prophet guy, but I, I felt like there's going to come day throughout your life that, that it's like the Lord's going to deposit just multiple, multiple, multiple amounts of money on the inside of you. And it, it'll fund a missions trip. It'll it'll take care of needs and expenses. Uh, but also it's like, uh, I saw this gift where the Lord's going to set you up 
for a future and it's not going to be scraping by or just trying to to make it and uh, so lord i just thank you for abundance over his life this year in jesus name amen Lord, I thank you for your beautiful one. Lord, I thank you for uh, your, uh, your heart towards her. And honey, I just saw the Lord just holding your hand. And I, I just felt like this, you and the Lord are hand in hand. Whatever he, he, you touch, he touches. But it's like I saw you holding hands with Jesus. And so, Lord, I thank you that that's how close she is to you, God. That, Lord, I, I thank you for the hand in hand and heart to heart gifts inside of her. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask that you just fill her with more, just more of your glory, more of your love, more of your power. Lord, I just thank you right now that, Lord, she's going to be a reference point in the Spirit, that when people see her, her life's going to mark certain moments in God with them, things that she spoke, things that she released, things that that she released and Lord I just thank you for that Lord even uh, in, in, in boldness and in, in bravery there's also a tenderness and so Lord thanks for that in Jesus name Amen Lord, thank you, Lord, for your amazing, gorgeous, beautiful daughter. And uh, Lord, I thank you for the way, uh, Lord, she just serves you. And uh, honey, I, I just um, I just saw just the, the heart of the Lord like an open door, like, it had this, like the double doors of, of God's heart opened up and you just stepped into it. And I just felt like the Lord said, wherever you go, you carry and release his heart. And uh, you have so much faith like and you just have this way of making the world a better place and uh, I even saw you just with with your grandma tonight said oh, I'll see you afterwards and and you just gave her this smile and uh, I saw your smile lighting up the night just lighting up people's uh, lives and hearts and so Lord, I think wherever she goes faith rises and hope rises but Lord I just thank you also for just the kindness of God uh, Lord that she carries and uh, Lord I thank you that uh, Lord, even in this year, that Lord, you have special things for her. And so Lord, thank you for the special deliveries that you have for her. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Lord, I thank you for trouble, good trouble. Lord, that you've anointed her to stir, uh, to stir the pot, to, to actually stir up people's faith. Lord, I thank you. Lord, for Holy Spirit persistence in the way she just doesn't take no for an answer. That, uh, Lord, she knows how to press in and she also knows how to endure the pressure. But I saw like the season of the pressure cooker coming off and I saw everything falling in place. And I just felt like the Lord not only was causing things to fall in place, I saw him rolling out uh, a red carpet for you. And it was like coronation. It was like, uh, you know, on the red carpet. It was, it was all of these places of honor. But also, I felt like the Lord had taken note. And uh, even there's things that came out in prayer. There's things that came out in dreaming with God. But there was also these things that were just, Lord, I'd really like this. Lord, I'd like this to happen. Lord, I'm believing for this. And it was like the Lord took note. And he's putting it in play. He's putting it in, he's putting it in motion. And uh, I just felt like this is a year of miracle motion, miracle momentum. And almost like, uh, 
like, Lord, you're blowing my mind because I've waited so long for this and now it's all happening all at once. And I felt like that, like all on the, one thing on the heel of another on another. And, and sometimes we, we brace ourselves and go, man, it's just one thing after another in life. But I saw the blessings of God, just one thing on a heel of another on another coming to you. And Lord, I just thank you that, uh, Lord, even as she's one who, who stirs up the gifts, that, Lord, you're fanning into flame destiny and purpose and revival. Lord, I thank you uh, that, Lord, that you're about to do what you promised in Duluth. You're about to do what you promised. Lord, in Minnesota, you're about to do what you promised in her and through her and, and around her. And, uh, Lord, I, I thank you. She's going to pinch herself uh, in the years ahead because is this a dream? Uh, uh, and the Lord said it's even going to be better than Disney. And so, Lord, it's a place where dreams come true. It's a place where uh, of stepping in to calling. And I just felt like the, the it's like I saw your feet off the ground, uh, and it was like uh, it, it was like it was like the Lord was lifting you up uh, into calling. You were ascending into calling. Uh, but then I heard <clears throat> heard the phrase to the moon and back, and uh, I felt like that's the, what you're gonna I'm gonna feel and experience the love of God this year. Just head over heels to the moon and back. And so, Lord, thanks for that. I just release increase in every way over my friend today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Wow, was that a blessing? Thank you so much, David. Hallelujah, Lord. Wow. Thank and we honor all those that help make this happen. You know, what a blessing this is to come together and hear the word of the Lord. Listen, you got a word. You got it recorded, hopefully. We have an app, uh, the church. We record all these things so that what I did one time is I would play it back and I would record with my phone just so I could get it on my phone. And there's nights we... Me and my wife, we would just listen to these words and that we would pray about them and seek God, you know, and talk about encounters, but that they're words that get in our hearts. And sometimes you first get that word and you, and you go, wow, what was that all about? But you pray on them and you seek and you continue to seek God and ask him, what do you see here, God? And it's such a powerful weapon to have a personal word from God that you can have with you and you just play that thing again. Play it again. When you're down, just put it in your ears. Have it on your phone. I know you guys, next generation, always have those phones, and you play it again, and it's so encouraging. Dave Wagner, thank you so much, man. Come on. So many words that are such a blessing. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Uh, uh, Lord really put something in my heart. The prophetic words to you certainly are going to be a life-changing experience. But I believe that the word that was spoken uh, in sermon form tonight is the word of the Lord that would take you a long ways into 22 and 23. So, uh, and that is available to you. So, uh, it's kind of like the dissecting. Tom is one. I what I love about Pastor Tom, he um, he said, "Well, they had enough prophecy. Now they." have to carry out what was prophesied over them. And I said, yeah, well, that's true. But sometimes you're always looking for another prophecy. But uh, I, I thought the word of the Lord was from the pulpit to us 
and then you personally, I think that was the deal. So if you have an opportunity to dissect that, I know that'll be a blessing to you. Thank you, Jake. Well, I'll be blessed tonight. You've already been blessed, but there's some bars back there. Uh, I think I made a few of them. I don't want to take any home, but I do want to take some home, but I don't want to take any home, so please stick around. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful night. Safe trip home. Uh, amen. <laughs>